MC, me, Jehovah, hey little soldier, you ain't ready for war, ROC too strong for y'all, it's like bringing a knife to a gunfight, pin to a test, chest in a line of fire with your thin ass vest, you bringing them boys to men, them boys pull in, this is grown man B.I., get you rolled in the triage, B.I.G., your reach ain't long enough, Dunny, your peeps ain't strong enough, fuck up, Rockefeller is the army, better get the Navy, niggas will kidnap your baby, spit at your lady, we Bring knife to fist fight, kill your drama. We kill you motherfucking ants with a sledgehammer. Don't let me do it to your dunny, cause I overdo it. So you won't confuse it with just rap music. ROC, we running this rap shit. M Easy, we running this rap shit. The Broad Street Bully, we running this rap shit. Get zipped up in plastic when it happens, that's it. Freak, wait, we running this rap shit. Owen Sparks, we running this rap shit. Chris and Neat, we running this rap shit. Isha. Yeah, yeah. Check, check, one, two. It's about that time. Welcome to Beach Eye Radio, ladies and gentlemen. It's time, ladies and gentlemen. We got everybody with us tonight. Let's see what's going on. My name is Masai. I am JB, a.k.a. Dirty Moses. I am Super DJ Nate the Gray. Cool. And we have two special guests with us tonight. Uh, we'll start out with the gentleman to my right. Peace, world. What's good? It's Villa Dom, man. What's happening? What up? Villa Dom. And uh, Dom. And to my left. Go by Jamel. Oh, that's my real name. And, uh, <laughs> what's your What's your Nah, nah what's your, we're, we're using super cool rapper names tonight. What's What's your hip hop name? <laughs> my hip hop name is Intel Hayesville. Thank you, thank you. Now, for those of you uh, who don't know, first of all, uh, welcome to B Shot Radio. You can hit us up on Twitter at B Shot Radio. Um, uh, we're gonna introduce you guys because some people may not know. I've been kind of like advertising, promoting you guys. You've been on uh, all week, but uh, Intel, who the, Who the hell are you? How would you describe yourself to uh, a stranger on the street? Well, to a stranger on the street, I would uh, tell them that I have a multimedia business uh, specializing in video photography and marketing. Okay. But also in a past lifetime, or I mean, it's continuing. Uh-huh. I rhyme and I produce a little bit and I make music videos and that name is Intel Hayesville. Cool. I would say you were the guy who just shot a commercial for a church. I just, <laughs> I just saw a commercial for a church And yep. I was just like watching it Because I think church commercials are funny And then yeah. it was like Mel, By Melly Media You know mm-hmm. so How was What was that like? Um it, it was is that your cool. typical I mean, gig? Like, is that like? I I feel like I don't really have much of a typical gig. I do uh, promotional videos. I do uh, training videos at schools. I do um, events. Okay. I do everything. He right. takes dope pictures that wind up being album covers. Yep. Yeah, he, I do. He does that. it all. Yeah. So where can I see this um this this church commercial? Uh, uh, it was on YouPorn. Is where I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It gets out fast. <laughs> Yo, his face is priceless right now. <laughs> it gets out there fast. Wow. I, don't, I don't know how it got up there. Wow. <laughs> wow, where, uh, where can we see it? 
Damn, son. <laughs> you can find it on melemedia.com. Mel E Media. Mel E Media. All right, cool. And you, you porn. <laughs> uh, okay, so Villa Dom, the man with the golden voice. I just made up that nickname for you. Uh, tell us, tell us a little about yourself. Appreciate that. I dig that name, by the way. Uh, don't appreciate too much. It was that homeless guy in LA that had the uh, radio voice. <laughs> I just, stole, I just stole it from him. Velveeta, uh, I, I gave it to you. But I, I got it. Velveeta, my own. But um, to the world, from me and somebody roll up on the street. I'm the MC you need to have in your music catalog, and I'm an uh, entrepreneur of all sorts, uh, legally. And um, <laughs> yes, let's be clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna be clear. And um, I'm the Tony Danza. You know what I mean? So. MC you want to hear Businessman of the year And I'm definitely a daddy Okay Tell us tell us about your businesses um, well, the first, Your legal business Yeah yeah it's And illegal. that's the only one there is Um, The first one I'm proud of And still rocking to this day Is Louisville Publishing When I was 17 Started my own music publishing company And that is now growing To um start to include books as well so that's one of my pride and joy companies. The other one is Anger Music, which I've been a part of a um, powerful group from Brooklyn called Ghetto Men. And the company is Anger Music, you know, ENT. Multimedia, we do everything from uh, promoting artists, promoting authors, everything that's moving. Man. And you're an MC yourself. Yes, most definitely. Not a rapper. An MC. I, I know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what's I can up. tell because when you can't, like we have we have rappers on the show sometimes and we just work in your hip hop so we always meet MCs and rappers and a lot of times they'll come up and give us, uh, you know, a mixtape or something but you came in and gave us three mixtapes so I can tell your grind is like crazy, yeah, crazy yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah. You're dedicated. But we appreciate that. Nah, but, but let's be clear. Well, Those are not three mixtapes. Three albums. Those are three albums. albums. Four yeah. albums. And mixtapes are different. Okay. They're, they're, they're not wrapped in, in the shrink wrap It was like cellophane. That, it was legit. Mean? Like, they look was straight, up, legit. straight up legit. <laughs> and you're the first guest we had to actually bring us a present. Oh, that's so, right. My yeah. Man. So Damn, not- y'all made me feel bad. <laughs> no, well, I mean... <laughs> That's all right. I mean, next time, maybe next time. Yo, Intel, the Intel showed up and didn't bring a gift, ladies and gentlemen. But he ate our food. Yeah. He just walked in late. He slammed the door on Nate's toe. <laughs> but he just walked. He's like, oh, who made the food? He I'm just, eating it. He walked right to the fridge and was like, I feel, I feel he like, called uh, me a food snob, so I had to make sure it was legit. I feel, like, I feel like JBZD was kind of dried. Did you feel the same way, Intel? Why you tr- really? Uh, why the how, fuck? How would you, you describe? How would you describe? How would you describe JBZD? JBZD? Do you think it's dry? Nah, I didn't, I didn't think it was dry at all. I, how was I it? I liked it. It was very good. Um, I al dente, loved, or how would you describe it? It wasn't Would you say it was the opposite of dry? <laughs> <laughs> like what, moist? Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, I guess. I guess so. Okay. I think so. I thought it was good. All right, so um, uh, tune in. Uh, well, welcome to Beach Out Radio. Uh, at Beach yeah. Out Radio on Twitter. Uh, if you have any questions, hit us up. We're going to shout out some people uh, doing check-ins later on. Um, I wanted to ask you guys quickly about the there was a monument in Oklahoma that got taken down it was the Ten Commandments monument that was on yeah. the, um, the the state property there and they decided to they tried to keep it up for a long time and people complained they said it was a conflict of interest because you're supposed to separate religion and um, like you know religion and state yeah. 
and uh, they were like, "No, we're leaving it up." So a local uh, a local group, or actually a national group of of Satan worshippers, said they wanted to put they wanted to put their statue Baphomet up or whatever. It's yeah, called. and uh, but it was they, they do it as a joke. Like they're not they don't yeah they don't really worship Satan. I don't think they just do it to prove a point. So they were like, "All right, you can have your statue, but I want to put Satan up." And uh, finally, it, it made it to the to the highest court, the Supreme Court in the state, and um and they had to take the Ten Commandments statue down. So the the Satan people kind of won their argument because they said if y'all can, you can put your statue up then everybody should be able to put their statue up so they took it down uh, a lot of people in Oklahoma are upset it's a really like you know Christian uh, you know area of the country uh, you know, I was in Brooklyn late uh, earlier earlier today and Biggie's 10 crack commandments are still up <laughs> in Flatbush it's not in the courthouse though right oh, no, nah, nah, nah. I think that's uh, the difference yeah. <laughs> that's what it is okay my uh, so this was that courthouse so they took it down they actually took it down took it down overnight because people were like protesting all day and stuff so they like did it in the, in the in the quiet of night, some some people put pictures up. Um, what do you guys think? I think it's cool. I mean, I I, I think the point that the that they, they took it down. Yeah, I think it's cool. They took it down. I think the point that the other group was making was a valid point because we never let any like Islamic statues go up or anything. <clears> you know. Well, that's messed up, right? I mean, that we wouldn't let. So we're, so we're only gonna let you know Christ, Christian statues. Or, yeah, yeah. or monuments go up and no one else, right? I mean, that's messed up. Yeah, right? and I think that's the idea. Yeah, uh, and the fact that they oh, the fact uh, that they took it down instead of letting some other you, so they'd rather take down their Christian slash Judeo Christian <laughs> yeah. um, statue rather than letting somebody else put up one of their statues. Yep. See what I'm saying? Yep. Just jump right in. You just yeah, yeah you know, I mean, just jump I in. <laughs> I don't necessarily have a say on that. Um, yeah, because he separates like, church and business. Yeah, you separate church and business. You separate church and state. Uh, <laughs> if it's up already, I don't. Ha- I did, I don't even see a problem with it being up. If someone even wanted to put up. You know, whatever religion they wanted to put up, fine with me. Really? But it shouldn't, I don't think it should be a part, like, there shouldn't even be in God we trust on the on the, on the money. Yeah. On the money. Mm-hmm. So, like, that that's definitely a valid point. I, I agree with that, too. And I know people have tried to make the push to get that taken off the bill, like, to, yeah. to no avail. I don't know what type of changes would have to take place for that to happen. But, yeah, that's so ingrained in our, yeah. you know. And it, it brings up that, that uh, argument of... Heritage, you know, yeah, in, yeah. in the same same sense as you know the Confederate flag. Yeah. Um, th- what wh- what can you really argue about it? It's just like take it down. I guess. Yeah. That's there's really not much of an argument at this point because when not. those things went up, it was like you know it was a it was a different time really. So every anything yeah. could fly. And I think if somebody were to try to put up something like that today, you know, fresh like in a courthouse, like yeah. just, let's put up a you know Christian or Jesus on a cross. You know, there might be more. Yeah. So it didn't bother just, me that it was there because it was there in a historical context. Well, can you but say like, the same about the Confederate flags though? Hmm. Hmm. I'll let you think on that. But, but that's that's different though, because it represents something different. But I, I think but a lot so, of people would so say that Christianity, up, and then also people are buying new Confederate flags. <laughs> you can you can buy a Ten Commandments statue if you want. You just can't put it in a church. Like they probably refreshing that Confederate. <laughs> oh flag yeah, they from probably back. sold it on eBay. And yeah. you, I know. You exactly. to buy KKK taking hoods. down taking down Confederate flags was the best thing they could have d- ever done for selling new Confederate flags. Absolutely, <laughs> it was it was all a ploy. No, they were marking the ploy. Yeah, yeah. They, made a, they made a ton of money off that. 
Yeah. Uh, what do you What do you think? Uh, Yo, me, me, man. I'm I'm really about voicing who you are, what heritage, you know what I mean, whatever you believe in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And just because I do believe in separating that from the state, but they're not separating that. Even you could take the case of little kids not being able to say the pledge of allegiance in school or, mm-hmm. or pray in school and all that. That's kind of that way to me, man. Mm-hmm. So let the high levels get into anybody' life, life how they want to. If they walk past, see the commandments, and they turn over their life to God, you know, share the land, man. Mm-hmm. I feel you on that. I, I think a lot of people say that that stuff is symbolic, and we need to, like, we should kind of focus on the bigger issues and and uh, not the statues and the, and the flags and the monuments. Which is right. And uh, and I I see both points. Like I, I think that it's hard to address those other issues when you have these glaring uh, representations of of uh, glorified, you know, violence, genocide, and and uh, and dominant religions, like all you know, in your face everywhere you go. Especially when you go somewhere where you're supposed to have like equal protection under the law. And imagine you're a Muslim dude walking into that courthouse, and the first thing you see is that you know the Ten Commandments. So it, I, I can see that being an issue. Yeah, but it wouldn't be an issue for a Muslim because they believe in the Ten Commandments as well. Oh they yeah, they, they're in the on the same. Yeah, 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 they're in the same. Uh, yeah. Was it those those uh, Hebrew? Uh, what, are, what are they called? The Judeo? G- I don't know. Uh, whatever. G- yeah, those yeah. those three. <laughs> but whatever. So some other some other religion. You know. Yeah. Um, I can see that being like annoying. Buddhists. Yeah, yeah. Buddhists. Yeah. Maybe a Buddhist might have a Satan problem. Worshippers. Uh, atheists. Yeah. I think atheists also had a big uh, a big role to play in this. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there was a, also a similar incident where there was a, a painting in uh, I think it was uh, Arkansas of a, a, a slave like scene uh, people picking cotton and then like opulence behind them like a plantation house and uh, and people now there's like a petition with the NAACP trying to get that taken down but the problem is if you go in any courthouse in the United States there's something racist in there just by nature of yeah, how definitely. how how embedded like uh, religion and uh, racism and, and uh, you know it's just embedded into the fabric of our, of our country so if we start tearing stuff down and we are it's just going to take a long time it's just going to take a long time to get yeah, a lot of people are expecting this uh, Columbus Day actually to see a lot of Columbus statues yeah. defaced because of what's been going on uh, in different in various movements. Like, like the even Black if you Mountain. you look down downtown Albany, you'll see yep. paintings inside of those old buildings and stuff like that inside of the banks and, yep. and all that. Absolutely, uh, we and and not just the paintings. Those uh, uh like uh, Sheridan, uh, like Sheridan Avenue, mm-hmm. and there's a statue of him, and then that other statue in front of City Hall. I forget who it is, um, but those dudes were like those were not good dudes, you know. Uh, the Sheridan owned slaves The other guy was like a, a, a civil war He fought for the union But he was notorious For like mm-hmm. Killing Native Americans Just mm. because of it So like The history is so muddied That it's really hard To find people Who are worthy Of being You know Being honored So right. um, It's interesting though To see people Kind of tear this You know Say Speak out about it now And now we have people Pushing for Indigenous People's Day Instead of Columbus Day And obviously mm. the, the Redskin oh, controversy Has been you know, a, few, a few states Have already switched it over Yeah California um, oh, really? Being one of them this, so they got Indigenous Peoples Day as yeah. opposed to Columbus yeah, Day. Yeah, California. Oh, that's what's yep, up. They switched over. So, okay. so I hope to see more of that stuff. I, th- I think it's kind of cool. And in this instance, with the Ten Commandments, I, I mean, it makes sense. You really can't, you, you really can't defend one and you know, and not and not do the other. Um, we have a lot of stuff to cover tonight. Uh, we're going to. Uh, we're going to talk about um, well we're going to do a little trivia we're going to do white savior movie trivia yes uh, so the, the way a white savior savior movie trivia works is uh, we're going to uh, read a description of a white savior movie for those of you who don't know this is, yes. this is a movie where a, uh, a white usually male protagonist is cast uh, as the lead and he comes into an environment where there are non-white people who are fucking up or just really bad at life and then he makes everything better for them he just like shows them the way and this is this is a Hollywood trope 
trope. I mean, this this happens in tons of movies, and until you become aware of it, you may not you realize how pervasive it is, and on like a subconscious level, you 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 eventually start to internalize this, and you, you just start seeing white dudes as the saviors of of all people. Yo, you know you know what's funny is um. Freaking! I went back and watched, started watching MacGyver. Okay. On, uh, on Amazon. And Am- Amazon and chill at yeah, Nate's yeah, house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You Amazon, know what? I was like, yo, Amazon Prime. I was yeah. like, yeah, I was like, yo, I used to love MacGyver. I'm gonna like, I'm gonna turn it on and see what's up, and I'm gonna edit up Beach Eye Radio while I'm while I'm watching it, whatever. So I turn it on and I'm watching it and I'm realizing how much of a white savior MacGyver is, like, or how they portray him to be. He's like this white guy, and he's like. He watched like the first two episodes, and he's he's got like this. He's like big brother to this little black kid, and he's like playing ball with them, and he's like rescuing like these I don't know women or something. I don't. I, he's but I didn't Custodians realize and it. Stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't realize it when I was a little kid, and I'm only two episodes in. You know, I gotta my, watch that. But but yeah, just watch the first two or episodes second episode into your rewatch into my rewatch <laughs> of MacGyver. Yeah, but all of a sudden I'm like, wow. <laughs> this but, but you know what I used to fuck with MacGyver hard yeah. body oh, because yeah. he'd take a cardboard box and some freaking ice cubes and make a bomb out of it and you're like how the yeah, fuck you do that shit yeah. he's such a boss yeah. man yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna say you know. yo I'm gonna add to your point he saved me a lot of trips to Home Depot for real <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying that's, that's a known fact <laughs> so I see what you saying that cause it did create that but yeah. for dudes like me where I was from it created something else like, oh, that's oh, all he right. did that yeah <laughs> Let me go make yeah. this move. Yeah. <laughs> that definitely. definitely. Uh, so we're going to do that. That's a White Savior movie trivia. That's coming up. We're going to talk about the recent school shooting uh, in Oregon. We're going to talk about uh, Dave Chappelle, who was, who was up here uh, two nights ago, Sunday, and uh, there was some criticism uh, of his show, mainly from me. From oh, you. I was about to say, from you. Only Nobody from else. me. Actually, no. Actually, I spoke to a few people who had some criticisms, but yeah, mainly from me. I just want to bitch about that a little, so I'd appreciate that uh, if you guys give me the opportunity. And, um, uh, and we're going to talk about uh, the... Uh, the bombing in Afghanistan uh, the United States quote unquote accidentally bombed a hospital in, in Afghanistan but before we go into that um, uh, well one thing I had a uh, leftover Jeopardy question from last week that I wanted to ask Intel and it was oh, this is the name me? this is the name of Michael Jackson's pet monkey Bubbles. What is bubbles? Oh, perfect. All right, cool. So we can move on. All right, not a problem. Uh, so, hold on, so why? <laughs> hold on. Why is that a, a big deal? Do because I get a prize for that? Yeah, kind no. of. Yeah, you can. <laughs> you can get one dollar off the uh, stack of Beach Shot hoodies right next to you. By the way, the Beach Shot uh, hoodies oh, nice. are in. Everybody that pre-ordered, we're we're going to be shipping those out uh, very shortly. Actually, probably tonight. I'm going to drop a few off. Um, so those are coming your way. Uh, what do we want? Oh yeah. So the first thing I want to go into though, before we go into the first block, <laughs> are you mad that I asked you a Jeopardy question? <laughs> I just wanted to Are you me. <laughs> I just wanted you to answer. Jeez, you're the worst guest we've ever had already. I'm you, first, you didn't bring us a gift. Oh, I'm competitive, man. I want to know what I won. And who did I beat? <laughs> I think JB actually won Jeopardy I last won week. Jeopardy yeah. last Wait, we'll, we'll let you know at the I end of the show. There. Yeah, we'll let you know at the end. We'll let you know at the end of the show. All right. Uh, so uh, this next segment, uh, before we go into the first block of music, is called What's in a Cure? So uh, we're going to talk about some home remedies that we may have come up with, but I found an interesting <laughs> list of uh, cures that have actually... Uh, 
quote unquote cures that people have used throughout the course of history that I thought would be uh, worth worth mentioning. Mm. Uh, you may have heard of a few of these, but uh, one is called bloodletting. Uh, oh yeah, is, yeah. So this is when you just kind of tap somebody for blood, and the idea is to drain them so you remove toxins uh, right, from right. their blood. Uh, and this was done uh, all throughout history for uh, for a long time, actually up until the, the 17th uh, century, they were still doing this. And it was like really popular. Obviously, people died all the time. Really? Yeah, like people because yeah, they would bleed when they first when they, when, when this was first done. They would they would the idea was that the more blood you drain, the more toxins you get out. Ah. So it took a lot of dudes before they figured out the right amount of blood oh that you could God. that you could drain. And and you gotta remember these are often sick people. So taking out blood like right. a, a sick person may not be able to s- survive with you know uh, the same amount of blood taken out as somebody who's, who's healthy. Is this so. the leeches? Is this the leeches or is that something no. different? No, uh, this leeches, is different. Yeah, leeches are, are a little different because the bloodletting was more like we're gonna poke a hole in a few veins and you're gonna squirt blood out. Oh, I didn't realize. Yeah, that. so you're like shooting oh, it out dang. into these uh, into these basins basically uh, until you Man. either collapse or, or they can stop the bleeding if if they can stop the bleeding. Um, now the person who was in who did the bloodletting was often called a barber surgeon, and this isn't like a coincidence. That's right. Often surgeons did cut hair uh, back right. in the day. Like you, it was one stop shop. Like you could go to your barber, you could line up and get some bloodletting. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and they and they would do this and uh, what that's I, why they had that swirly yeah thing. Go, go, go ahead yeah the, the swirly yeah. things outside the uh, barbershops that you right. still see today are right. because the surgeons were doing um, the, the surgeons would use like white rags to clean up all the blood that was everywhere and mm-hmm. try to bandage people they'd rinse them out and hang them outside their shop right. and they would spin around the wind and they get these like stripes and you know so that's no. why yeah. that's where that comes from <laughs> so that's why today on barbershops you still got those those that's curly pretty poles. cool mm-hmm. um, so that was one thing people would use that really did not work um, to 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 cure ailments. Uh, another thing that was more recent and this kind of did work was cocaine. Uh, cocaine was uh, considered the ultimate painkiller, and before it was illegal, uh, people would use it for a variety of things, uh, including curing depression, headaches, and toothaches. And cocaine will actually cure all of those things pretty much. Pretty well, <laughs> sure will. Yeah, uh, for, uh, from what I hear. Uh, <laughs> um, another uh, another thing that was used was uh, what was called soothing serums, and they would give these uh, up until the the early 1900s uh, they would make these Concoctions to give to babies to get them to stop crying or making noise. They still do that. We we still do that as parents. You now. still do it now, but we, th- we we make hot toddies <laughs> and shit and give it to the yeah. kids. Yeah, or- well, these ones were made with morphine, chloroform, oh, uh, hydrochloride, heroin, oh, opium, my and uh, and cannabis. And sometimes there would be combinations of all of those things in there. And a, a mother Ooh. would either give the baby a sip of it, or they would dip like a their version of a binky, which was a little different in the old days. Like dip it, um, and they just let the baby suck on you know chloroform. <laughs> oh wow. Put the baby right out, and uh, that was—I uh, mean—that was used until like the nineteen uh, around nineteen ten. And they wonder why there was so many crazy ass people yeah, in, right. in the early nineteen hundreds. Well, I'm the the parents were probably doing fine because the kids were all quiet. So yeah, right. <laughs> right. Um, uh, another thing was uh, insulin shock therapy. This is where they would uh, give crazy doses of insulin to cause you to uh, seize or sink into a coma for a few days. the The idea was if you could induce somebody into a coma, they thought you would like reboot, like reset. No. So, so yes. <laughs> So if you were sick, even if you came down with some just just some regular shit like oh, or, the power yeah, plague, button. they're like, yeah, we just need to reboot him. So Control, we're gonna yeah. alternate delete. We're, yeah, exactly. So we're Restart. gonna we're gonna put him in a coma. So they just pump you up with insulin. Some people would wake up. Some people didn't. Nobody right. ever got cured. Right. Um, <laughs> and just two uh, two other quick ones. Uh, mercury. Uh, mercury is just cool to look at if you've ever seen. It's just like shiny and, and liquid. And uh, this is apparently something that humans have been trying to use to cure stuff for uh, thousands of years. There's, there's it's highly toxic. It's super toxic. But That's 
from, in the um, thermometers, isn't it? Yeah, uh, well, they say, it if you break the thermometer, yeah, don't yeah. touch it. If you break the yeah. thermometer, don't don't put it back in your mouth. That was a good impersonation of your grandmother, I'm yeah, assuming. My, my mom. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, they, they don't put mercury in thermometers anymore because it's so toxic. But going back to 1500 BC, we humans have been trying to use mercury to cure something. We're just like, it's so cool looking. It has to cure something. <laughs> and uh, what's interesting is that they tried to use it to cure STDs at one point uh, oh, in the wow. 1600s, 1700s. But oh, wow. what, what happened was they would give mercury to people and they would just drop dead. And it actually helped prevent the spread of STDs because they were because everyone with syphilis was just dying immediately before they could spread it to someone oh, else. So so it actually... It, it sounds did, like it worked. It worked. <laughs> it, it did help pr- stop prevent the spread of STDs. But and only, everybody else is like, shit, and every, I ain't dying. Fuck that. <laughs> everyone died. And, and, uh, and the last thing was um, we've used uh, electrical things to try and cure uh, various uh, diseases shock and ailments. Therapy, well, right. shock therapy is one that still goes on today, but there was actually one um, called electrical impotence uh, therapy, and this was a belt that was used to uh, hook to your genitals. Shock your nuts. In order to, quote-unquote, return male power. And the idea was if, ah, if you were... What? If you were Gotti. if you were impotent or if you had uh, or if you had like weak ejaculate, um, this was supposed to revive you. So did they hook up one electrode a nut? Well, or? I looked I looked at the I looked at the belt. Uh, I looked at the belt. Actually, if anybody wants to Google this, you can Google this. It's, uh, Don't one, Google this. One of them is called Doctor Sandin S A N D E N's electrical belt, and basically it's a belt, and it looks like it's got like a, a kind of like a cock ring at the end. Oh, okay, so you put okay. yeah, so you put the you know the frank through the hoops, and it gives you what a jump. The fuck and uh what's what i thought holy shit look at yeah. that what i thought was cool about this was that the way they market it is similar to how they market viagra pills and like growth male horm- hormones and all that stuff today um the actual uh quote on the dr sandin one said men why are you weak by yep. do- by dr sandin's <laughs> electrical belt right and, like and suspensory. suspensory for weak men for weak men <laughs> <laughs> so they basically just try to make you feel like shit and, and get oh, you to buy it. And it's the same thing they do today when they try to sell you like, like extends. Penis, like penis yeah, enlarged. Penis pumps and all yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's like, why yeah. why are you such a weak For man? For middle-aged men, young men, old men. men. <laughs> that shit is crazy. Yo. So so humans are, you know, over the course of history, we've actually figured out that some things actually work, which is cool. But we went through a lot of trial and error. And uh, I was reminded of this this weekend because I was at a bonfire. Um, I was at, shout out to Cammy, um, uh, Amani, Kiki. Uh, we were just there was like a bunch of us. Angelica, um, Don Fons was there, and we were. Uh, I picked up a log that we were supposed to. Th- I was going to throw in the fire, but apparently the log Balls. had rolled out of the fire, and I didn't know that. So I picked it up. It was hot as hell, and it burnt no. my hand. Yeah, actually, that's that welt there. You see that? That's damn a, son. Yeah. So, uh, so I was like, I said something about putting butter on it or whatever, because that's what old, oh, you know, yeah, old people yeah. do. Right. And right. everybody's like, no, that's an old wives' tale. Da, da, da. And uh, so I just was like, fuck you, and got butter, and it worked, and. Uh, uh, no, it, it really didn't. I put ice on it, and, uh, and that didn't work either. So it just, it, it still hurts right now. So I didn't really find a cure for this because I was busy Googling this segment instead of finding you know a what? cure for if my you, issue. If you had some cocaine or some cocaine. Li- yeah. lidocaine, yeah. xylocaine, exactly. and you rub it on there, it would take the pain or, away. Or the penis belt. Any of those yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, penis belt. Or the work. Like two electrodes on each finger, you're good. <laughs> Do you guys have any uh, any home remedies that you think work? JB, you mentioned that you give your, your kids alcohol. Is that what huh? you're saying? <laughs> what? <laughs> What'd you say? My kids. Hot I don't give hold my on. kids. What are you saying about hot toddies? What did you say? I didn't say anything. Oh, you're okay. not take. You're not sending me to jail. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you, so, do you guys have any home remedies that you use for uh, for anything like any ailments or injuries or things that your parents maybe did to you when you were younger? Like put some tussin on it. That type of. <laughs> that type 
<laughs> Again, you talking to the dude that took MacGyver and ran with Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so what do you... So, <laughs> um, and plus, my grandma's in the neighbors in there. I know one thing that I thought was bug. If you got a nosebleed, take a paper bag, fold it up, put uh-huh. it under your tongue. What? Really? Hold the mic. Hey, hold on, the mic paper. Closer. So, if you take a brown paper bag, mm-hmm. you fold it up. This is if you have a nosebleed. If you have a nosebleed. How big a paper bag? Like, like lunch bag size or like Preferably grocery bag size? A little a piece of it. Get the bodega brown bag. Okay. <laughs> get that size. Okay. Break it down. When you wet it, you wet it before you put it under your tongue. Put it under your tongue. And give it a couple minutes. You know what's funny? See, I heard something about that with hiccups. <laughs> He's like, wait yeah, three hours. I know. You know what's funny? I feel no. like by the time you get the bag folded up and under your tongue, it stop. Your, your, your nose was already stopped bleeding naturally. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's, that's, that's the trick. Where's that's the paper trick. bag? Where's the paper bag? Yeah, right. <laughs> I have to go to the store, get a paper bag. Again, you know, yo, one thing you got to think about with the remedies, especially if you ain't got medicine. Medicine is yeah, crazy, yeah, especially yeah. the prescription. Stuff, exactly. You know what yeah, I mean? So, so yeah. and first, you're not supposed to be putting that in your body. I'm a real advocate for uh-huh. that. You know, oh, yeah, I'll okay. sleep a headache away or, you know, do a bar Marley treatment and see if that helped me. <laughs> yeah. But um, that's one of the wild ones that stuck out to me. Man. Okay. Uh, the so butter you, thing, yeah. I don't, maybe it's the type of butter you need. That, that may, I should have used, I used, I can't believe it's not butter. I should have used the real nah, stuff. Nah, yeah, 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 butter. Yeah, salted yeah, butter. Real butter. Salted butter. That's why I went wrong. You had to use that good time butter that get it right. You know what else could have helped? Probably. Lard, lard, the lard, the, the one that but used to you be don't in like, the can. You don't like pork, nah, that man. ain't about me. We oh, talking about massage. Okay, okay. I'm talking about you can't talking use about no pork <laughs> remedies, bro. <laughs> so we talking about massage. Though. What's that? Okay. What's that type of butter from that? Um, the Drake song with um Drake and Nicki Minaj. Truffle butter. Oh, okay. That's what you can't ah, right, right, you right, use right, some right, truffle right, right, butter, right, right, right. Is that a real thing? Truffle butter? Yes. So, all right. So that's that might even go into the issue of. Rappers or black culture appropriating white shit. These remedies. They used to tell you when you get a nosebleed, like uh, look up and pinch your nose. Yeah, now right. they tell you look down look and down. Let, the, yeah. let the blood come out. Let so even, even you in, can pinch your nose. Still. Oh, blood but still look blood like blood you want to. They were yeah. bloodletting. Yeah. So even in recent times, we're using we, we, we've used look, the wrong remedies. How that play in the, yeah. coming to play, man. And ultimately, yeah. And ultimately, I feel like. We're always going to prove the remedies of the past wrong or think they're wrong. Like, all right, here. I'm going I'm to I'm give you my story, okay? How about that? Everybody's like, okay. Please do. <laughs> a moment of silence. <laughs> Why don't you, sir? Why don't you? Amazon Prime and chill. <laughs> so, um, so I actually work for a homeopathic remedy company. Mm-hmm. And you ask um, modern pharmacists or more modern people who deal with pharmaceuticals, they're going to tell you that homeopathy is crap. It doesn't work. Mm. Blah, 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 blah. Right? Because modern pharmacists... They need um, to be able to to get proof positive through experimentation yep. that whatever they give you is going to stop a particular symptom, mm. right? And so the thing about homeopathy, and I'm not I'm no expert, right? I'm a computer guy, right? But homeopathy, it's like it's I never not- looked at another guy. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it was a Ninja Turtles joke, by the way. I stole that from the movie. Oh. I thought, <laughs> but, Go for but, it. but yeah, so anyway, like homeopathy is not necessarily provable like that because it's different for, for every person and every situation. And also homeopathy, actually, you, you, you're trying to cure the disease or the malady instead of curing the just symptom. curing the symptom. Exactly. So. Exactly. So well, also when but, you, also you think of... Modern medicine is only what four hundred years old, and then some of those ancient, uh, like even Chinese medicine. When you think about Chinese medicine, that's like ten thousand years old. Right, or right, like yeah. That. Acupuncture so a, and everything. Yeah, I have a I have a yeah. doctor friend who's like, oh man, like. When we go to uh, school, they don't teach us anything about prevention. They don't teach us anything. Or he said he, he took like a month or two months about it. Yeah. And yeah. then the rest of it is just medicine. Yeah. Because there's no money in you, preventing it. Right. Yeah. You know exactly. what's a, you know what's a real cure to uh, cranberry juice. For what? For, for urinary, for, tract, for urinary infections? tract infections and, oh, right. and to uh, prevent or keep down yeast infections. Oh, nice. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, because yeah. it... This the, is the it, first helpful thing we've mentioned on the show. It creates an environment in the bladder that's, that doesn't let... Um, I don't know Flourish Yeah uh, yeah There you Bacteria. go Perfect And syphilis Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Perfect And yeah. I feel like I feel like We're in a We're in a and look, this is all conspiracy theory. I know, I know. But I, I feel like but I feel like we're in a time now where pharmaceutical companies are not really trying to cure people. No, they want to make money. They're trying to sell rem- medicine to you. Yeah. And, so, and you know what's really messed up about that, Nate? As much medicine samples that the, the pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical companies bring to us and expire, we take those expired medications and we send them to third world companies, countries, third world countries. Yeah, yeah. And those people take those things and it doesn't even help them we get we get letters back oh are you serious yeah oh it didn't really help or it helped a little bit but we still have the problem it didn't treat the problem it just treated yeah the 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 symptom meanwhile there's stories there's stories that i've heard of dudes curing look these are stories i don't know firsthand (laughs) of dudes curing aids dr c homeopathy (laughs) in in africa yeah like dr cb it's crazy you know and they can't, you know what up. I mean? Hmm. Uh, yeah. Intel mentioned that uh, that dude that we talked about last week who had raised the price of the AIDS uh, treatment. Yeah. There's so much money in it that it's like, uh, it, it almost seems like it's discouraging to cure disease. What was it, like $13 to like $750 yeah. or something? It was like a 5,000% yeah. increase. Like, who, <laughs> Could who you imagine? That? I want to be at that meeting where the guy was like, how about we increase it 4,000% and somebody else was like, 5,000. <laughs> like, how did wow. they come up with these, uh, that's these exa- numbers? That's his exact voice. That was his voice. Yeah. That was his thing. I I saw the interview. <laughs> oh, you did it? Yeah, oh, I, I saw him on the news. That dude was so pretentious. Uh, like, yeah, he was. Worst. Yeah, he yeah, was. The worst. I wish some bad stuff to happen to him. Maybe, I can't think of any diseases. But anyway, uh, we can... Um, he could probably treat it. <laughs> yeah, right? He, he, he'd probably get the discount, too, the hookup. Yeah. Um, he, he probably has the Dr. Sandin belt at home. <laughs> <laughs> For weak men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so if we don't have any more... Um, Cures. Uh, we can go into the first block of music. When we come back, we're gonna do. Uh, oh, we'll do. We'll start with the trivia thing because I think that'll be interesting. White Savior movie trivia. So brush up on your White Savior movie uh, trivia during the break. And uh, uh, I know a cure. You know a cure. I oh. just tried to scare the hiccups out of someone earlier. Oh, did it work? Uh, no. Uh, shout out to Shade <laughs> out there. Shout out to Shade. Shade Fowler. I don't even say it for me. Okay. Okay. Um, hopefully she's listening. We'll give her a shout out on the break. Uh, for All those right. of you listening at home, at Shot Radio. Um, yeah, keep it locked. We got a lot to cover. Boom. Be shy. 
Me a taste between the knees. Cheap liquor from the corner store. Smoking the cig, cause my nigga told me it'll boost my high. Writing songs for me, Michael McHale. Poe thought he was Nokia, the new Drew Hill. A few crushes, never wanted the cool. Took a girl to the prom at somebody else's school. Sneaking shorties in the crib while my mom at the job. I ain't never have it all. Life wasn't that hard, I'm saying. But I wouldn't go on pro, so I had a pension for pen and paragraphs. Get a lease on the phone, and I can make her laugh. <laughs> Summer camps, rather church retreats. I was shy, slow to speak, but the girls, they were fire, yo. Cutting class with my homie Lamar. Shit, I learned to drive in his old ass car. 83 Monte Carlo. Looking for them girls, we were cruising through Sterling. Had a couple jobs, time to go to work, but I hated punching in. KD, know he my brother to the motherfucking N word.
Fitness. To my lawn, bracelets on her arm Baby, you the one I need you in my arms And she smells so sweet Wanna taste that Kenzo Yeah, I can't stand it 
Yeah, that's good loving. It's that three in the morning, burn the candle, get it in. Or till them cops come knocking, or till that love come down, your neighbors can hear you now. Let's take a pause for another round. I'll be right back, baby girl. It's about to go down. I just wanna show you my sexy lingerie. Baby, let me show you. You can have a taste. And some candy, you can have a taste. A taste of this candy, you can have a taste. You're looking so sexy in your lingerie. Late night candlelight with a Chardonnay. It's all I need for me to set it off You be my Jada, I be your Tupac Shakur Baby girl, I'm in a different world I'm in a different lane The other is And me, you're thinking lots of babies He thinking station wagon I'm thinking black Mercedes Or the all-white Cayenne Time to wipe you up Let's go see the Diamond Man I'm trying to put a ring on all ten fingers You thinking ten babies? I'm thinking ten beamers The front yard looking like a parking lot Who would've knew it all started from a Pyrex Like Michelle and Barack, we the new family Hot chocolate, I know how to melt your candy I just wanna show you my Niggas on lockdown, fuck jail. I've seen enough hell to never wanna live there. Tattooed teardrops, sitting in the wheelchair. Kids on the streets doing bad, mama moved out. Dope man pushing on the corner where the schoolhouse sits. This is bullshit, this can't be life. I can't blame it on the hood cause it gave me life. This is stick up, don't turn into a 187. I don't go to church, so I'm far from a reverend. Ain't nothing like a young nigga, armed with an AK, walking up the sidewalk, shooting in the broad day. Fuck with a broad say I'm all day villain. I'm getting money, so I'm always chilling. And even though they say I'm killing all their children, I'm just a nigga hustling for my million dollars. I stay rooted. I stay rooted. I and I stay rooted. Crooked officer, I say Rudy. I and I say Rudy. Now if I had to play Jack, I'd be leaving you bad news. Everybody in here be bound to gag too. I'm posted at your crib, nigga, hurry your ass home. You was out here hot capping at all of your stash stone. The money met the work and that's a real live no-no. It don't take a bunch of niggas, just me solo. I go for dolo, I can't tell on myself. Immature ass niggas get you sentenced to death. Loud talking in the tank like he a stone cold killer. And you fighting the murder charge, my nigga. The moral of the story is keeping your mouth shut. Cause everybody's listening, speaking you fucked up. I tell you like them old cats say, get what you get and get your ass out the way. Cause greed will get you 35 tight. You 27, that's the rest of your fucking Big life, I stay right? Rooted. I stay rooted. I and I stay rooted. Crooked office, I'm crooked 
Pulled his teeth off in these motherfucking streets Real recognize what's real The bullshit see through The way I spit it ain't another one The one that's one that's one that's equal in the game Ten toes rooted in the streets And withholding info We got secrets we gon' take to the grave We don't honor nothing else Except the rules that get paid Ain't no wonder why your motherfucker hustling dope Everything we do illegal Eagle leaving us broke What I hope is that a nigga don't forget where he from And turn his back on his hood Cause he's seeing some crumbs Ain't no money in the world that's adding up to respect When somebody take a gun and put it up to your chest Saying fuck it at the same time he's squeezing around You can blame it on your homeboy for keeping you down If it was me, I'd be lyric of the people I meet Cause in this motherfucking game Niggas play it for dicks Because I say Rudy I stay Rudy I and I say Rudy Crooked officer Crooked officer I say Rudy I and I say Rudy I guess we're not back. Oh, we're I back. I break legs, hundred dollar bills. Beautiful. Uh, welcome back to Beach Shot Radio. Yeah. We had a lot of people hitting us up uh, on the break at yeah. Beach Shot Radio. We played one of the joints uh, from uh, our guest today. It was Dom. Yeah, what was the name of that joint? Um, Bedroom Love by the Office Boys and why me and my partner Smith's a money kid. Nice, nice. I, I tweeted a link to uh, where people can go cop that album, right? Yes, most definitely. Say the name of the URL again. I like it. Yo, it's tellTheWorldImComingTheAlbum.com. TellTheWorldImComingTheAlbum.com. Yes, it is. I like it. Um, yeah, so I tweeted that, that out. We're going to be playing more music uh, throughout the night. We're here with um, uh, not just Illa, we also got Intel with us. How you doing? What's going on, man? It's your first time on uh, B Shot Radio. This is my first time, but I feel like I, I want to keep coming back. You want to keep coming back? Yeah. You should come back. We should do auditions. I feel like you and JB should compete. Yeah. For <laughs> well, the Jeopardy. <laughs> for more Jeopardy. Yeah, we should do more, more Jeopardy. Jeopardy. That's right. I'll see if I can come up with. Hold some. on. Why are we competing? He's beat shot. Yeah, but that's all. That's I mean, he, he's expendable. Oh, okay. yo, cool. anyway. and, and, yo, what is it I say in um in Black Noise High Go in the beginning? How, how my verse start? <laughs> how does it start? Oh. Nobody has your verse memorized except for you. I don't even have your verse memorized. Black like, something. Black, black, something. black power. power. Black something power. <laughs> what was it? Power. Black. That's it. No. <laughs> no. Black. Black power. Um. Powder? Forget it. I don't it doesn't know. matter. Well, don't can we talk about this another time? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, Beach Out Radio, we're we're gonna do. Um, let's. In fact, let's just jump right into uh, this trivia. Uh, so, this is white savior movie trivia. We talked a little about white savior movies, a uh, typical movie where some white guy comes into a group of non-white people and just kind of uh, helps them. He shows them the, the path to their own enlightenment that they are too feeble-minded to find on their own. Iron Man, yeah. shit, he went and blew fucking <laughs> Islamabad up and shit. Yep. Yep. Uh, what was another? Uh, Pocahontas was one, like the, the cartoon and also they did another yeah. movie like, you know, he, sh- he shows up, helps out the uh, indigenous people and mm-hmm. it's like a complete, you know, a complete stretch from what actually went down but that's her rock. Did you see Turok? T U R O K T U R O C. Is that like a dinosaur thing? Oh, like the kind of. It's um, it's a cartoon based off the game. Ba- based off the game, kind of. But it's um, 
this white guy comes in and he saves the, the indigenous people pretty okay. much or tries to but he gets killed it's such a common thing in Hollywood that it's worth addressing because it's problematic you know when you when you grow up and you're you know you're watching movies and a lot of uh, your uh, your own self-worth and, and how you uh, relate to the society and the world you get from mainstream media and cinema and when you're bombarded with this message or this notion that white people especially white dudes uh, are always the savior they're always the ones that get ahead they're always the ones that can help mm-hmm. you out it, you internalize that and I think that's why I, that's why we have a hard time selling black Barbie dolls even to black kids and you know that's that's why uh, uh, I think what you know when you have only white uh, people represented in various uh, institutions like all the money is just covered with white guys and now lots of the movies is just like white guys I, I recently went and saw Avengers uh, 2 uh, you know over the summer and that the main movie poster even though there were black heroes in that movie was all white dudes I went to buy a t-shirt at, at the, well, there was a know, green store dude. yeah and a green dude you know and uh, he was the only person of color and he's like <laughs> and he's like an angry angry giant angry green dude man. he's the angry black man it, it, but it's sad when the Hulk is the only person of color in an ensemble cast with 10 people you know like right. so it, there's like there was so little diversity even on the movie posters and, and the, and the uh, t-shirts even though there were a few black characters in that movie so um, this kind of ties into that um, because the this is such a common trope and we think it sucks so we're going to make fun of it a little and uh, hope that uh, less of wait, that Wait, are we happens. doing trivia right now? Yeah, we're doing trivia right oh, now. Oh wait, I got a couple theme songs. Let's you go. got theme songs? for? Okay. Yeah, I got a couple theme songs. So we could tie this into the trivia. Like what, what white savior movie is this from? Uh, this is actually... If you can call this a white savior movie, or yeah, maybe you can. Why else would we be playing it? Can um <laughs> can white people if white people save a bunch of other white people, is it still a savior white savior yeah. movie? Yeah, sure, why not? All right, here we go. <laughs> He's just always wanted to play this on the air. This is a great song. It's kind of a long lead-in, FYI. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't this from Shrek? They play this at the end of Shrek 3. <laughs> Is this? I need a, I need a hero. Yeah. I don't know what this was originally Wait. from. Well, what you guys didn't hear is that PJ says he's trying to figure out how to flip Oh, I heard sample. that shit. I'm no, already I'm thinking. on the on the, the radio. Oh, I know, but I, right. I'm, I'm thinking about how you going to flip it, too. This, 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 from this, Footloose. this from Footloose. That's oh, a white Footloose, savior Footloose. movie, okay, right? Okay. I'm not. <laughs> I was just All right. <laughs> Wait, I got another one. You want more? Yeah, do one more. All right, here we go. <laughs> I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Classic. Classic white savior. His braids are on struggle right now. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> he only got two braids. Have one you on seen Coolio's Crazy. braids, yo, bro? Stevie Wonder's braids look at him and like, yo, you need. To- <laughs> 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 I think I think Coolio has the worst braids on the planet right now. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta let him go. You gotta let him go. Yo, man. that's crazy. Um, JB, did people were people hitting us up? Do we have anyone on the check in? Um, yeah, Matt Murray, of course, hit us with Footloose. He knows every fucking thing. Stop checking in. <laughs> um, who else? We gotta stop fucking with him every week. He's gonna show every up. week. Yo. He gonna show up with tickets and hoodies and <laughs> yeah, everything exactly. just free. We love you. Scout man. hit us up with Flashdance. Uh-huh. Um, Agent Five One Eight. 
uh, I still get hyped until this day when commercials show people who look like me. Nice, nice. I think you got a list there too. <laughs> yeah, I do got a list, oh, okay. but I'm not. I'm not. Oh, you just shout out Twitter. JB's off off script, man. He's off <laughs> no, 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 no. I was do- I was I was looking at what people were saying. Oh, for the music, for the yeah, music. for the music. But anyway, for 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 shout outs, we got Cass Crook on the check in. Shout Crook, out to Cass. Yeah, long time, um, uh, first time listener, long time fan. Pretty much, pretty okay, much. I always want to say that. <laughs> Shout oh, out man. to Seth the Great. Yeah. Yup. Shout Drew, out. Drew, Drew Zig. Newberg. Yeah, word up. Shane Diddy. Athenis. Miss B. Lindsay. True Master, of course. Joe Fellow. Mari Kush. Matt Murray. PJ Katz, who's in the building right now. Yes. Stealing sweatshirts. Still counts. <laughs> uh, Gwendolyn. Kwamizzle. Kwamizzle. Shout out to Kwamizzle. HGH. Yeah. He's, a, he's in Atlanta. Isn't he Atlanta with the, watching the AC3? AC3 joint. He went yeah. to Atlanta? Uh, he, he tweeted that oh, he was. He has family one. in Atlanta. Yeah, I think he went there. I could be making this up. Dope, that's anyway. dope, though. I think us, you're making it up. Correct us on Twitter. We, we may or may not be working on a secret project that, nice. oh, you heard it that here is first. no longer a secret. Ooh. You heard it here Ooh. first. <laughs> dope. Shout out to Taino on the check in. Scout, Don Fawn, Seth Static, Graffiti, Amani, Georgia Parsh, Parsons. Who's Georgia? Oh, Georgie Parsons. Yeah, Georgie. That's my cousin. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's what's cool. up. Do you know her middle name? Uh, no. Uh, but she did buy. Um, she, she Kanye's sure. greater. She than did, yes. Columbus, yes, she did. Sure. And that's uh, Columbus Day's coming up, and yes. we had a bunch of people hit us up for those today. And uh, yeah, I actually yep. got them in the car. I, I think I just tagged you in one. Oh, no, oh yeah, because you got the. I think you have the best uh, photo because you took the, the photo in the Kanye Columbus shirt, uh, which by the way you can get at BlackLivesMerch.com. But you look so sad, like so miserable in that yeah. photo. It was very. It was like you were thinking about Christopher <laughs> Columbus, and you're just like, yeah. I'm miserable, right? Like now. really? Yeah, exactly. Um, I asked you about the middle name thing because I was thinking about this today, like wondering if everyone. I don't have a middle name, um, so I often forget. You don't, ha- you don't have a middle I don't have name. One. I didn't get one when I. What? Yeah, the? it's just I'm assigned. You were, that's it. Yeah, you weren't assigned. Um, I didn't. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't assigned one. So I always forget other people's names, and I try to, you know, I try to remember them. But um, uh, so I, I was trying to think of the people closest to me. Do I know their middle names? And I don't know many of them. I'm ashamed to say. Like, like who, for instance? Like, uh, like I don't know Nate's middle name. <laughs> Do you want to know? I know it? you have. T- no, I don't want to know. I like the mystique, <laughs> but I know you have two first names because your last name is also a first name. Uh, do you, uh, Intel, do you know? Do you know your girl's middle name? Yes. What is it? It is Dawn. Okay, just checking. Uh, <laughs> she's not on the check-in. Where's what's up with that? I think it's. It is Dawn, right? Oh. oh. Wait. So her full name is what? I'm not gonna just like. <laughs> okay. You're not gonna put your girl's name on blast over the radio. I mean, it's like we don't we don't even do. All right, we want to talk about relationships now. All right. Uh <laughs> oh. Deflection. Deflection. No, what I was deflection. gonna say is like certain things about you know what I share on social media aren't mm-hmm. meant for every. I mean that I don't share on social media. It's it's very intentional. Yeah. You know, like I. I'll put up a picture of me and my girlfriend, but I might not tag her in like in a relationship and all this type of stuff because you know. Hold up, I want to Instagram this. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Continue talking. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I don't. You can't. You can't take a picture of me while I'm trying to talk and like. Instagram. It has to be candid, man. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> it's video, so don't worry. All right. Cool. So all right. I get your point. Right. I get your point. <laughs> um, all right. So let's do. Let's do this. White Savior trivia. All right. Uh, and I'm going to ask you guys because I my uh, I forgot to print this when I left. So don't look at my laptop screen just for the next like oh, okay. five, right, ten minutes. Right? Wait, question to the group. What's the opposite of vagina? <laughs> Nobody knows. Okay. <laughs> the opposite of vagina? Yeah. yeah. 
Not vagina. Not vagina. That's the oh, okay. that's the mathematical. <laughs> what the hell? What's the? That's opera? the mathematical. <laughs> what, are, what are you guys gonna have your children call anatomical body parts like uh, genitalia? I mean, <laughs> well, I, I'll help y'all out because I'm Tony Danza, like I said, a black Tony Danza. So okay. I tell my young sons refer to their situation as meatballs. <laughs> yeah. True fact. They my situation. nephew used to call him his peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> so close. He made that up. Are you going to pass that on, you think, to your kid? Like, the peanuts? I don't know, man. <laughs> you ever thought about <laughs> I had a little cousin who used to call it his Dinky Do. Dinky so. Do? I like that. That was I, I used to rap with a guy named Dinky Do. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. So don't look at my and laptop. Everybody, everybody who's tuned in, I'm really uh, uh, apologetic about my laugh. I know it sounds like static over the radio. We're gonna on the podcast. <laughs> we're gonna edit it out. So oh, all right. Right. yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, so don't look at my laptop. This is White Savior Movie Trivia. I'm just going to read a description to a movie, and you have to tell me what White Savior Movie it is. So, oh. It is, so just okay. remember. That is easy enough. This is the, okay. That's just the category. So, all right. Avatar. Uh, so, yeah, oh, every- DJ Italy's on the check-in. Keep going. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, avert your eyes. Here we go. So, here the, the first one. Um, actually, here we go. Uh, a lawyer in the Depression-era South defends a black man against an undeserved rape charge and his kids uh, against oh. Uh, oh, I got it. Oh, a time to kill. No, hey, no, no. You're you're onto it. You're onto it. It's not the it's All right. Say not it quite one more right, time. Though. Yeah, a lawyer in the Depression era South Depression defends era. a black man black against man. an undeserved rape charge Depression. and his kids against prejudice. And it's not a Samuel Jackson movie. No. Uh, Can I give a hint? Can I give a hint? Yeah. You want to give a hint? You're playing the game. I know, but I know the answer, so I figure I'd give a hint. Oh, okay, sure, give a hint. So there was actually a sequel to that that just recently came out. Just the recently. book, right? Yep. The oh, book. okay. So the movie yeah. didn't come out, but yeah. they. It's a uh, sequel to the book. Are there sequels to books, That's or there's only yeah, a movie? definitely That's not Shawshank Redemption. It is not Shawshank no. Redemption. I'll give you uh, another hint. Uh, this was from 1962, mm. and the lead character actor was Gregory Peck. And Villa got like three out of four words right. Oh yeah, he, oh yeah. You were actually close, uh, Villa. You were actually really close with the with the name of it. Yeah. So I know you you know what movie well, what, this is. What name did you say? A time to kill. Okay, I'll, I'll say this because this no is idea. this is my mom, one of my mom's favorite books, and she will actually. To kill a mockingbird. Oh, <laughs> oh <that's it>. damn! <laughs> but yo, my mom will not that's read the new book because apparently the the sequel to a kill to kill a mockingbird I kind of book. lets it lets it out that Atticus Finch. Is, started out as racist or had yeah. racist tendencies or wasn't necessarily the really that would be awesome if the new book addresses how this is some white savior bullshit hey. I didn't even realize yeah. that he was he was charged for rape yeah you just it just hit you <laughs> it just hit me yeah, yeah. We, well you, like all you, I think about is scout <laughs> you know? whole, yeah, yeah. yeah I think when you watch it as a kid like that you don't catch what's actually happening yeah I just I think I just read you just read oh, oh, okay. I read the book and then maybe in school they showed like snippets of oh okay movie. yeah when you when you watch it again like I, I remember I, I read the book way back and then I, I watched the movie and uh, it was before I was really conscious and like hip to what was going on then I rewatched the movie and I was just like this is horribly offensive I to gotta me. watch that again yeah so uh, so uh, that's actually interesting I may actually check out the, the book because I wonder if she uh, addresses that yeah there was like a whole hoopla about it like uh, it was a couple months ago that I think it came out you know it was with cool. this year cool you know? uh, alright so uh, next one this, this is uh, 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 by this, the way this is Royal Flush for those of you playing at home at Beach Chat Radio you can just 
just use hashtag white savior. Royal Flush Worldwide. Oh, sorry. I'm telling it tell the name of the song. Got cool. Uh, so hashtag white savior at Beach Eye Radio. This is uh, white savior movie trivia. The next uh, the next description is an ex marine turned teacher struggles to connect with her students in an inner city school. Oh, you already played that. <laughs> what is it? Also, that's dangerous. Is it called Dangerous Minds? Yes, it no. is. Yeah. Dangerous Minds with uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. This is a Michelle classic. Pfeiffer. Yes, Catwoman. Classic white savior movie. Uh, a lot of white savior movies take place in schools, and it's like a white teacher comes in, and suddenly this white teacher from uh, the suburbs can connect with these black kids, usually with basketball and rap, in a way that the, no black teacher <laughs> ever can. Yeah, it's always the same shit. Yeah. Always, the same exact thing. The same shit over and over and over again. And then they started to do it with black people. Yeah, and then they started with Coach Carter, and it was like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah where you, you uh, Morgan then, Freeman did one. Was that Stand By Me, Lean On Me? Lean On Me. Lean On Me. Oh, yeah. And then also, I think Denzel had a couple in there. Did too. you really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we're focused on white savior, so let's 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 keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. All right. But I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, no, it's Hollywood still, is just so unoriginal. It, oh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. a, that's another issue, too. Yeah, because yeah. this is this is the same script told over and over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah so right. yeah, it's some ways it's more problematic than others. But yeah, yeah you're right. The, Hollywood is completely predictable and unoriginal. Um, and uh, this this next movie though might actually be uh, a deviation from that. Uh, this description is when a Jamaican sprinter is disqualified to uh, the Olympic Games, uh, <laughs> he enlists the help of a dishonored well, coach easy. to start the first Jamaican bobsled team. John Candy <laughs> reprising his role as the coach in Cool Runnings. <laughs> yes, the coach in Cool Runnings, uh, which is a, another classic white savior movie. This is an overweight. But that's John Candy, though, man. Come on. <laughs> it's a funny movie. I think it stars like four of the five heartbeats, right? Yo. <laughs> um, but yeah, Cool Runnings, uh, overweight oh, white non athlete Olympian, non Olympian. Uh, Malik Yoba. Yeah, Malik Yoba. Not Malik Yoba. Definitely. Um, helps four Olympic athletes get better at their at their sport. Um, so cool runnings. Uh, let's do one more. This one's a little more contemporary. Dougie Doug, a little more contemporary. Yeah, um, he was in that too. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so an aspiring author during the civil rights movement of the 1960s decides to write a book detailing the African American maid's point of view uh, on oh. white families in which uh, which would the they work. Would you say? Oh, is that the help? Yes, that is. The I haven't help. even seen it. I haven't. I haven't seen it either. It's uh, very good. Uh, very yeah, good. I, I heard that it was. There was a good. Uh, there was good acting, and the script was okay. It was problematic in kind of the ways we're addressing now. You yeah. know, because it was another movie about mm. maids and you know white women helping them. You know, yeah. come to this realization or re- uh, reach their full potential. You know, so See, um, I don't remember that then, about the movie. I don't remember it being like a white savior thing happening. Um, Am I wrong? I don't remember. Yeah, I did see say, it, but it was like two or three years ago at this point. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I only watched parts of it because I was kind of like anti the movie because I had already heard that it was a white savior movie. Yeah. But from what I got from it, it was re- it was really problematic for that for that same issue. Um, uh, I, I recently watched uh, White Black and White, which was a, a uh, Kevin Costner movie, and I'd heard the same thing about that, and um, and I was just like disgusted. Really bad, I was right? disgusted by it. I was watching it like I can't believe this got past a board of whoever the <laughs> fuck decides what movies. <laughs> come out I'm just like this is horribly offensive like they didn't have one black guy on the squad that was like what are you doing like this is not cool mm. um, but yeah it, happen- it happens all the time and that stuff it, it just gets through there Here, uh, here's another one that's uh, somewhat recent a, uh, a paraplegic marine is dispatched to the moon uh, on a unique mission and becomes torn between oh. following his orders <laughs> and protecting the world he feels is his home 
That's with um, Matt Damon, right? No, 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 no. I know what this is. Nope. Hold on, you said a paraplegic marine marine is dispatched to the moon on, a, the on moon. a unique mission and becomes torn between following his orders and protecting the world he feels is his home. Nate knows oh, this. I have no idea. Yeah, I I'm up out on this one early because um, it's uh, okay. You want me to yeah, what do you got, Nate? It's it's Avatar. It is Avatar. It's yeah. um, oh, it's sci-fi. He's like oh, and he goes saving uh, a bunch of blue people. Yeah, yeah. So so in 2009, Avatar came out. It was James Cameron directed it. Obviously, it's one of the biggest movies of all time, right. and uh, it was one of the most unoriginal, you know, scripts of all time because it was Pocahontas. Yeah, essentially. Oh, right, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was it literally just Pocahontas. They just made some people uh, blue, really. Um, yeah. uh, the moon in question wasn't Earth's moon. That's why some of you guys might have been confused. Oh, uh, the moon's you tricked us. The moon's name was Pandora. Yeah, and. Uh, and he was on the moon of Pandora, and that's where this this whole thing kind of took place, where he helped these white indigenous people who were very eerily similar to uh, you know Native Native Americans, yeah. indigenous Americans. Right. And um, he oh, it was like Fern Gully too. Yes, that's Fern right. Gully. Yeah, yeah. There, was, there was a, yeah, a lot of yeah. comparison to that. Yeah, because it's that's pretty much the exact same script. And eventually, he becomes better at being them than they are. Like, yeah. He's like <laughs> he's like running through the fucking jungle doing shit they've right. never done with their yeah. horses and all this other stuff. <laughs> like he became the best uh, Native. Avatar person or whatever the, what were they called Pandorians or whatever. he became better than they were at their own shit um, uh, obviously that's novice. problematic novice, yes. novice. so uh, obviously I know that's that? problematic uh, yeah so uh, hashtag white savior at Beach Radio uh, let's do a couple more um, okay so this one is um, uh, Jimmy Dolan is a college basketball coach who wants uh, a big promotion to get it he needs to make a dramatic find so he ends up in deep Africa hoping to rec- recruit <laughs> a huge basketball star <laughs> This is the air up there. Yes. This, ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the air up there um, with Kevin Bacon, and this is actually the uh, the cover art for our uh, B Shot Radio promo uh, this week because this is this is probably my favorite White Savior movie. I used to love this movie. I still like this movie, even though I know like how problematic it is on, on that level. Wait, did you say Kevin Bacon? Yeah. Yes. Hey. Hey. <laughs> All right. Give me more Footloose. <laughs> Why did right. James Rock just ask if we're live? Doesn't he know like 9 to 11 every I, Tuesday? I don't know why. We beat it over everyone's head. He, he know just texted now. me and my phone is freezing over it. Like, <laughs> What an asshole. Yeah, what? Don't, don't shout James Rock out on the shout out. Just don't as, mention James Rock. Do not mention James Rock. <laughs> we will not mention James Rock. <laughs> All right. Uh, next movie. Uh, my mother used to like this movie. This is the story of a high school coach and a developmentally challenged man who took him under his wing. I'll give you the uh, year. This is 2003. Hmm. The story of a high school coach and the developmentally challenged man who took him under his wing. Is that radio? Yes. Oh, oh shit. Yes, good it one. is. Good the radio was good, too. I never heard of that. Radio I've was never, radio I've never was seen good. that. Radio was really good. That yeah. had... um. Cuba Gooden Jr. Yeah, and uh, I think he won an Academy Award for that. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, that was a. And they make fun of that. In, they make uh, fun of that still. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, if you play a disabled person, you always get the Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> what, what movie was that? Uh, Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, that shit was funny as hell. Yo. That shit was funny. <laughs> what? What? Leonardo DiCaprio did not win it. He did uh, for. Uh, You're what right. Was that? What was that? Uh, eating Gil- what's he? Gilbert eating Gilbert, Gilbert, Gilbert yeah. Great. Yeah. Yeah. DiCaprio uh, never wins an Oscar for anything. Yeah, man. He's due. He's definitely gonna get one I of those. I think he just posted something about that. That's about funny. why he never wins, or that he never wins. Yeah, it was like uh, some type of meme where yeah, it was saying, saying somebody's gonna play him not winning yeah. and win an Oscar. <laughs> oh, okay. 
<laughs> that would be that would be perfect. <laughs> that would be perfect. <laughs> All right, uh, here's another one. This is this is probably my most hated um, uh, white savior movie. Hashtag white savior at Beach Eye Radio. Um, this is a homeless and traumatized boy became an All American football player and first round oh, NFL draft pick with the help of a caring woman and her family. I just watched that damn That's, movie. Uh, the Blind Side. Yes, mm, that is. is it. Okay, it is I just watched side. it the other day. Oh yeah, that's the Blind Side with um, what the hell's her name? Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is the story of Michael Orr or Oher. Um, I've never seen that either. And uh, he it was I. It he, wasn't yeah, bad. It was I. No, it was horrible. It was the worst movie. Besides, <laughs> I hated it. Seriously, horrible movie. Like, hated if, it. if you watch it with even, bro, didn't it win like the the? Oh, then, I, then I take it back. It was amazing. No, <laughs> Here's the thing. If you watch that movie with even like half a critical eye open, it will it will bother you. Mm-hmm. Because because uh, the the guy in it, Michael Oher or whatever, he you know he he plays I think for Baltimore and um he was offended. He got a fat check, but afterwards he said they made me quote unquote a retard in the movie. He's like I'm not retarded. He says this like, oh, after snap. he's like I don't know why they did that. Like it didn't have to be. So they like hyped up. They they downplayed his intelligence. And if you watch that movie, watch it from beginning to get to end. There's two types of black people in the movie. Him who's who's mentally uh, challenged, and then the thugs like the drug dealers that like yeah. from from round away there's no other black people in the movie yeah, so right when they um when they uh showed first showed the movie uh i guess they uh somebody pointed that out to them so they added that uh scene at the very beginning now if you watch the movie it's it's her telling the story to a lawyer and the lawyer's black and then at the end they show the lawyer again and she's like closing a book she's like and that's the story of whatever they added her wow. they added her because the movie was so problematic because there was oh no black God. people in it that's except crazy. drug dealers and disabled people you so, know everything Masai no I just I hated that movie so much and um I, you had to so do I, more I had research a, I had a re- this, is, this, is what, uh, this is what masochists do right like it's like I hate this I'm gonna d- devote my life to it for a week <laughs> I, I, need to, I need to be more miserable <laughs> uh, let's do one more of these uh, um, okay, uh, deciding. Okay, here we go. Uh, so, this is from 2001. An aimless young man who is uh, scalping tickets, gambling, and drinking agrees to coach a little league team from the uh, Cabrini Green Projects in Chicago as a condition of getting a loan from a friend. So, an aimless young man who is scalping tickets, gambling, drinking, agrees to, uh, to coach a, uh, a black little league team from uh, that, the projects in Chicago. I, I have no idea. I've I went, and, I went and I saw it in the in the movies. It's it's almost like so, Bad News Bears. It stars Keanu Reeves. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yep, I saw it. I, didn't, I have no idea what the name is. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna. All right. So let me skip that one. We'll check Twitter in a second. See if they got it. And I do have one more. So let me do one more, and we'll see if Twitter can get that last one that we did uh, about Keanu Reeves uh, uh, coaching a little league team. Hardball? Right. No. It, it it was hardball. Way to ruin that for everyone on Twitter. <laughs> it was hardball. It was hardball. <laughs> it Yo, was I'm hardball. on a roll. Guys. Oh, oh, was it? I'm on a roll, guys. <laughs> I am on a roll. I'm just. We're I not just inviting him to tell back. Crushing this because he's well, crushing it and he didn't bring gifts. It's. Nah. It's movie trivi- trivia. I'm a it filmmaker, is. man. Oh, like, that's why. Yo, okay. 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 yo yeah. Intel, Intel is like the black savior of white savior <laughs> trivia. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> We're taking it back. <laughs> All right. This is the last one for real then. Um, this is from uh, two, the year 2000. Uh, a young writing prodigy, black, finds a white ah. finds a white mentor in a reclusive author. Finding Forrester? Yes, Finding oh, Forrester. Oh, damn, I don't 
don't even know what that is. This is a horrible Sean Connery movie. Maybe you're Sean- the man now, dog. Yes, that <laughs> is the, that is the famous quote from that movie. Um, where Finding Forest, where uh, what's his name? Sean Connery's trying to like connect with uh, the black <laughs> you're kid. You're the man now, So dog. he's trying to speak in Ebonics, and he're like instead of saying you know you the man now dog like you got the juice now he, he goes y'all the man now dog ytmnd.com you're the man now dog.com I don't even know if that's still is that still up it has to be maybe look that up ytmnd you're the man now dog.com yo there's just a bunch of them like that yeah so that was White Savior movie trivia thank you for playing yeah did anyone on Howard Twitter how's Twitter doing with that Twitter nothing but that that web that website is still <laughs> they stopped, there. They stopped listening a half hour ago. Yeah, like, pretty much. Me. But that website is still there. That you're the man, dog. You're the man oh, now, is. dog. Yeah, it's still there. Too yeah. funny, y'all. Yeah, crazy, crazy, cool, crazy, cool. crazy. All right, so uh, okay, Kevin so got- Bacon's still my favorite white savior. <laughs> Kevin Bacon, best white savior ever. Cool. <laughs> Who's your favorite white savior? <laughs> you, you, Nate. <laughs> you... Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Saving Beat Shot Radio every Tuesday at <laughs> 9-11. Don't mix me up in that. <laughs> Don't mix me up in that. Look, you got the, the one-liners and everything like a mother. <laughs> savior. You, you got you to gotta play that why you spot up you lying. Yeah, right. Hold up, hold up. Oh, you got an IQ. <laughs> why you all right, I'm done. Should have left time. Oh my god! Yes, yes, yes! <laughs> okay. Baby, yes. All right, let's let Intel in on his secret now. All right, so check this out. So we, we had a, a list of words and phrases we wanted you to say on the air, Me? and Wait. we. Yo! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> no one knew. So, all right. So that's why that's why this has been a weird show. So, <laughs> so you friends entire yeah. name. Yep. That is hilarious. So you bro. said you said. Oh my God! You said bubbles, you said moist, and you said truffle butter. All on air. Yo, but we, we, we couldn't get him to say white power. We tried. Yo, this is hilarious. Yo, I would have definitely said I would have definitely said Trump 2016 though, because oh, I should have kept it going. No, we didn't even try for that one. All right, yeah, me but and my it, I felt like it had happened. Like, oh. All right, and here's here's another thing. There's two Facebook posts that have over 50 comments where we've been planning. All these uh, phrases came from people on Facebook. You're friends. Uh, wow. Yeah, so even Allison was okay with you saying her name. She suggested that. Uh, so Who else was on that? So I'll, I'll, I'll tag you in this now. Everybody, I'm going to remove everybody. it. I'm going to remove it. They even saw the list. Everybody could see what's been going on. Yeah, you, so, were except, you, you were actually you were hidden. You were blocked. Yeah, so this was happening on, on Facebook, and I even posted on Twitter uh, Yo, what we were doing. hilarious. So uh, you, you were good. Like, we got you know we got you for four, so I feel, I feel a lot better. So here's the original post I made. This was eight hours ago. All right, so th- this is the post I made. I am dying. Eight hours Yo, ago on Facebook. So, so the, Yo, the, that, that's why James Rock wanted to know if you were live <laughs> or not. <laughs> what do you mean? Because he was going to try and say some things. He was going to try oh. and get you. All right. So this is the post I made eight hours ago. It says, I've blocked this status from Jamel Mosley, a.k.a. Intel. He's the guest tonight on Beat Shot Radio. We're going to try and discreetly get him to say obscure words and short phrases live on the air, selected by you without him knowing. Throw some phrases below. So this got, this got like 48 comments. Like a lot of people were giving us suggestions and we just kind of narrowed it down. Down to, Yo, to, to that eight or nine, and we've been trying to get you funny, safe. So bro. you you went, you, you were going well. Like we yeah. we had you going for a while, but I figured we'd let you know now. Yo, we got 
got you with the um, oh my god that was one I really wanted you to black say Black Lives Raptor though that's hilarious yeah. I love uh, the Black Lives Raptor I know I, I, I forgot to bring him tonight because I knew I would have got that easy if I just brought him out oh, but um, but yeah we had a uh, so anyway that's that's why this has kind of been a weird episode we were trying to get you to say that's penis that's hilarious uh, and we could tell you were definitely wigged out in certain parts yeah he, he was, was like, like what's going on oh, he did what the hell's going on <laughs> well, he, he, why me Nate goes, he goes what's the opposite of vagina and you go not vagina <laughs> <laughs> you wanted me to say we want you to say penis. penis and he's like he's like how are my lyrics going black noise we want you to say white power anyway okay so that that's what's going on so uh, so it's over now that was the last so there's no other inside jokes that you're not involved in um, that's too funny bro like you had me thinking i was so smart when i said bubbles because <laughs> we got so because we got so hype yeah. yo i was like man like i would have killed jeopardy last <laughs> this was so easy <laughs> Man, they about to have me on this show all the time. <laughs> Yo, you Make sure I clear my schedule. <laughs> he said he wanted to be on every week. <laughs> Yo, even Villadon was in on this. Everybody knew wow. what was going wow. on. So, uh, yeah, I feel better now. Because right. that was stressful. It was hard doing It's hard enough doing a show without thinking in the background. <laughs> That's why he was letting me talk. Yeah, yeah. Your instincts is good, though. Because yeah. from the jump, he was like, Yo, why me? Why? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, perfect. Uh, that, perfect. Uh, that whole story about my hand getting burned—it it did happen. But the the butter—I only brought that up so you'd say truffle butter, and you uh, right, you fell right yeah, into my. Yeah, that was a good one. You man. fell right into that my was a trap. Good one. I forgot. <laughs> right into the truffle butter one, trap. Word up. Yep. Fell into truffle butter trap. Wouldn't be the first. Well, never mind. Uh, <laughs> hey, 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 <laughs> that's what she oh, said. We're not going to talk about any truffle butter. <laughs> okay, traps. no truffle butter traps. All right. Um, I will talk about. Okay, I went and saw Dave Chappelle Sunday. Um, here we go. No, I just want. This is going to be quick, okay? Because. I'm a big fan of Dave Chappelle. I'm a big fan of comedy. I, I consider myself like a child or a student of comedy because I grew up watching, um, you know, Richard Pryor and and um, just like everyone, even even Bill Cosby and Eddie Murphy and like um, th- this was my thing. I used to just like watch stand up. I think a lot of us here d- were, were into that type of thing. And very, uh, it's not very often nowadays that I think comedi- comedians of that caliber come along. And I actually considered Dave Chappelle to be one of them at one point. Um, he was. Doing no question. Just, you know, with the show and his stand-up and everything. So, um, so when it when it came out that he was going to be coming up here, you know, I caught tickets immediately. So uh, I went to the show and he had uh, he had two. <laughs> What's going on, guys? What's, What's going, going on? on? Share with the group. A- Atypical just tweeted, quote unquote, you had me thinking I was all smart for saying bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Close, anyway. your la- close your laptop. Please. I can't. I can't. <laughs> just to the next break. Just to the next break. All right. So he comes up. Uh, he's got this this dude, uh, uh, Muhammad uh, Amir. He's like an opener. He's amazing. He brings up the dude, Ashley Larry, from the from the show. Um, he was he was all right. He wasn't like he wasn't great, but um, you know he's kind of one of those animated people. But I didn't even know uh, that he was coming up and I'm not really I wasn't a big fan of his but I was surprised I thought he did alright so I'm thinking uh, this is the show is going to progress and Dave Chappelle is going to kill it now I felt like Dave Chappelle's set was kind of sloppy and poorly written Uh, it wasn't up to the caliber of what I was expecting him to do but at this point I'm already like in a good mood so the crowd was loose the DJ was good people were kind of been drinking by now so he didn't really have to go up there and reinvent the wheel but instead of me just leaving like I in an okay mood uh, I was a little upset because 
because of uh, the the tone of some of his humor. Uh, he he told some jokes that I just was was surprised that he would do stuff that I would expect from uh, an amateur comedian. And I and I've actually seen amateur comedians do this type of humor. Two things in particular. Uh, the first upset me right away. He was talking about uh, uh, LGBT, you know, gay people and uh, and transgender people uh, specifically. And he had this really excessively long bit about uh, tr- uh, this just transgender people in general, and also this uh, trans woman that uh, in the joke anyway. He he bumped into a, a trans woman at a party, and he was just going on about how it's not you know it's just a dude with uh, with a dick and a dress and like all this like really aff- like offensive shit. And um, uh, a lot of people were uncomfortable, you could tell in there, and a lot of other people it was like some it was just a weird mood. Uh, Moses Rockwell, also from Beat Shot, he went and saw him two days prior uh, in in Rochester, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and he said the same thing. Like uh, they you know he told the jokes, and the audience was just like ah ha ha. Like it was just kind of like a weird. It was just a weird vibe because in this day and age, you kind of know like you're in New York that it probably isn't a good idea to just go out and start telling like you know fag jokes or like you know just disparaging jokes about whether or not you personally have issues with gay people. You know your crowd in New York is not that type of crowd that's right, going to be right. all for that. You know, so yeah, and, uh, and a lot of your crowd is probably going to be gay. Oh yeah, there was definitely transgender, I was, yo, whatever. We we went there. Were, I I passed friends of mine who were you know LGBT friends and like, but even without that, just even if I was the only one in the audience, I was just uncomfortable with the fact that he was doing that. And um, I was disappointed because I, I think I consider him on another level, and it was really disappointing to hear him kind of stoop to that type of baseline, easy, um, you know, that that type of joke that I say it runs downhill. I feel like when you do satire, when you do you do comedy, the shit needs to run uphill. You shouldn't right. be making fun of people beneath you uh, in, on the social hierarchy scale. So when I say that, I mean like if you're a white comedian, you shouldn't be up there saying nigga this, nigga that, and you know like what happened to Michael um, Michael Richards when he right. said. The, the nigger jokes right mm-hmm. like you shouldn't be doing that you can't aim down with that stuff if you're um, uh, you know if you're straight you shouldn't be making fun of gay people but if you're but if you're gay I really don't care if you make jokes about stuff that straight people do like cause that's how shit runs uphill when you tell comedy you're not supposed to be punching down at people beneath you on a social scale and he and he did that and uh, it made me uncomfortable and um, I actually pro- I probably would have walked out if curiosity didn't make me want to see if he was going to try and smooth it over so- in, in some way um, the other thing he t- uh, did he smooth it over or no? He did not. Not with the trans stuff. Uh, he also told uh, a lot of jokes about Bill Cosby's rape scandal, which I'm f- at first when I was thinking about it, I was just like, he approached it differently. He did it a little smarter. He was making fun of Bill Cosby more than he was making fun of the women who who, who were victimized. So that didn't have as much an issue with me, but his, uh, but his overall... Um, uh, theme he kept coming back to was like uh, you can if you're if you're a rapist as long as you do enough good things you can save people and and rape like the, he so he was basically saying does the does the good things you do are they canceled out by the bad things you do and I think that's problematic it's not like it's not like you get tokens for doing good shit that, and if you cash in enough good luck tokens you get to rape someone like, you know like but, but I think he was saying that against like Bill Cosby I, I don't think he was bigging yeah. up Bill Cosby for that I, the, the the way I'm taking it from you saying it uh-huh. is that he's 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 making a point to, to put him on blast. Yeah, he's no, like, he Look, was. You're he an was. asshole. You raped some people just because you did some good shit. Don't mean you're gonna get well, away. He, but with he kept this. posing it. Uh, yeah, so it, I, it could go either way. It wasn't to me. It wasn't as bad as the um as the trans humor, but there, it was definitely problematic. And you could tell it wasn't a polished, well written joke because I'm as I'm listening to it, I'm like, I can't really tell if you're like trying to justify what he's doing or you're trying to say that there's no justification for it. But it really right. seemed like um. 
he was trying to make the point that he can't forget like he, Bill Cosby did too much good stuff and he, he even mentioned at some point that every time um, there's a, a, a war going on a black man gets accused of rape and he tried to make it seem like it was just like it came up just because it was convenient and things that a lot of people say and everyone can have their opinions on that but I think when you're a comedian and you're in a public light you should be careful when you're joking about rape a woman got up called him an asshole walked out um, this also happened at the Syracuse show for the same joke uh, about the rape thing uh, two women got up yelled at the stage were escorted out by oh, security snap. so it wasn't like I was making this up like it wasn't contentious people were like uh, stressed out it was like right. a weird nervous laughter type shit yeah. and then these were like the first two jokes he told so this is like 15 20 minutes into the set he's doing these two long jokes mm. and people have been la- escorted out people have left um uh yeah who i went with from um uh from yb Dion lark he was there too and he, he uh he said he saw a, a few people just like get up and walk right out as he oh, was telling snap. the rape jokes so so people were pissed and i was pissed and uh i wanted to mention that and i but, wanted but to, to to keep it 100 yeah, yeah. Ra- there's nothing funny about rape yeah. there's not and, and so and, so even if even if you're a good or great or phenomenal comedian you shouldn't you shouldn't use that as your material I won't even go that far I think you can joke about rape you just have to do it carefully and in the right way and it's hard to do it's treacherous water to navigate but you have that to that is that's you, the only the only thing that's funny was oh. looking at those memes that was being created right. with Bill Cosby making fun of Bill making Cosby. funny making fun of him not making fun of the rape and the victims but making yeah. fun of him he, and how stupid he looks right. now you know he, after 60 years of being in the limelight yeah, and everybody yeah. pretty much worshipping him uh-huh. now he's being taken down seven or eight or ten notches yeah. I'm all for I taking Bill Cosby go ahead and tell no, I was just saying um, you made some point about uh, not making jokes downward yeah and I don't necessarily agree with that because I think there are certain uh, comedians who do that very well, like Louis C.K., for instance. Um, but then give me an, he, give me, no, no, give me an example though of a joke he's made downward that wasn't actually, you know, d- about the person above. Because I can't, because I, I do think he does his comedy really well, and I think mm-hmm. it's real thought, thoughtful. It reminds me of George Carlin a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But um, I don't, I cannot think of a joke where he was like, it was at the expense of somebody else. Uh, at the expense. That's that's what I mean I by think, downward. Yeah. Like, like he has to he has to do it creatively and yeah, yeah. but I feel like he has this certain thing where he'll like take himself down notch at the same time and that's important like that. because yeah. if you're not because otherwise it's exactly. him punching down if he exactly. brings himself down to make you like it's it's nuanced and it's difficult to do mm-hmm. but but he did uh, but uh, Dave Chappelle did not do it exactly and when you're when you're doing something where uh, we live in a country where you know trans people are committing suicide at 10 times the rate of the rest of the population yeah. right mm-hmm. um, just today in, in Pennsylvania uh, this morning a trans woman was jumped and killed by five dudes just they just what? jumped out killed her and uh, this happens all the time in this country yeah. you can't punch down at people who are already being literally beat down in the streets your comedy should not be making their life harder than it is mm-hmm. and uh, I feel like he was completely tone deaf and uh, and he was just he just messed up mm, okay and it, it left a, you know it, it really sullied his reputation hey guys. Hello, hello everybody Wait, White oh, Devil's at, advocate can, white you, devil's let, can advocate. you let Villa get one point in before you jump in right. <laughs> Wait, wait. I don't think you know who you're talking to right now. It's the white devil's advocate. Listen, I feel like this show has actually taken a downward turn since your last segment about white saviors. So 
like that one? I made an appearance to try to, you know, bring it back. Bring the bring the show back up. Level the playing field. Yeah, we tried we tried to take it back up. So I thought you'd like white. It's getting real dark in here. Okay, bye. Thank you for that, White Devil's Advocate. Miller, you was about to say something. I mean, Dave Chappelle is one of my. He's grown to be one of my favorites, but I think he might be abrasive in that his I don't give a fuck point. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. he probably don't care. Cause look at what he done been through with the deal, whatever may have happened. Mm-hmm. And now it's like I still have that name and I'ma still do and say whatever the hell I want. And uh-huh. I don't care who I hurt. Which I understand your point. Yeah. Even uh, I'm with JB though. Rape, I don't care who the hell you are, you the funniest guy in the world. Leave don't, that shit. Yeah. Don't that's that a shit. huge no. problem. You well, know what I mean? And and, and and that's what people need to remember. Like everyone has there's different sensitivities. And and that's what I really want to talk about in this in this segment. Should uh should comedians um ever worry about offending people? People, uh, or should they just get up there and do whatever the fuck they want? Do comedians have a responsibility to not go up there if you're a white guy and just make fun of you know nigger this nigger that right? Like I would I would assume most of the people here would have an issue with that. But I I was talking to black dudes who had no issue with the trans jokes because it didn't affect them directly. Mm. But if but if Dave was a white dude and he was up there talking about black women, you would probably be pissed off. Mm. And I think that's the problem. We need to remember it's not just our sensitivities. There it, it, there's other people who have different things they're sensitive to and. We need to try and be more conscious of what everyone, you know, what everyone else is going through. We can't just think about our own shit. If I could, Intel said it best a little earlier. If you, uh, if you a diabolical mind and you're truly, I think that's what we respect about all the comedians. Uh-huh. If you're a comedian, great. You know how to touch on certain issues yes. where you don't offend people. Right. Actually, look, most of the comedians we love, they take their pain in, in the most darkest yeah. thing yeah. and bring it to light where we laugh, where somebody that may be going do that does so you can touch on things but respect people and, and use creative genius you know exactly. what I mean? don't be lazy, and, yeah. and, 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 be lazy and Dave Chappelle right. I think is a creative genius that's what upset me because he's better than, mm-hmm. than those jokes they're they're like low bottom of the barrel jokes and I'm just tired of hearing people say oh it's comedy man you came here to laugh not think like no fuck you I always am going to be thinking about things and I shouldn't have to feel bad at a comedy show because the comedian just didn't take the time to like think about what he's, what he's talking about. And look, and I can vote, be, and I can vote real. with my dollars because I won't be in another Dave Chappelle show. Let's be real about it. Yeah. Anytime I've went to see a Cat Williams show, he was phenomenal. I've he's never disappointed me, but he always yeah. made you think about some shit. Also, mm-hmm. going to see Kevin Hart, he made you think about some shit. Yeah. Going to see freaking uh, Mike Epps, he made you think about I, shit. But, so of course you're gonna think. I think that's the point. Yeah, I think you're I think comedians, that. entertainers, period. We we have a duty and a job to do. To be respectful and skirt that line, mm-hmm. skate that line where okay can kind of be offensive, mm-hmm. but who cares? Mm-hmm. But there are some topics that should just be off limits. That's yeah. how I feel. Like, and rape is one of them. Yeah, it's a, no, it's a fine line. You're right, and you, and you make a, a great point. Comedians do make people think, and even in Dave Chappelle's skit, he had an incredible monologue where he talked about how Medgar Evers and, and Malcolm X and Martin Luther King were all assassinated at the around the same time, and how um uh, uh Bob Marley, not Bob Marley, um. Uh, uh, Morrison and more, uh, 
yeah, Morrison and uh, who else overdosed at the same time? Hendrix. Hendrix. He was saying how like all these great people died at the same time, and he, you know, he had this like really introspective uh, monologue about just life and how things play out. And I, I was thinking when it happened. So even during his stand-up, he was provoking thought, and there were good parts of his set. Mm. But I, I felt like it was detracted by the uh, the negative parts of his set, and I wasn't alone. A lot of people had issues with it, and uh, I just want to touch on that because I think it's such a cop out to say, oh, it's comedy, just let the shit go. Um, right. We all make mistakes. I That's know for just a fact- like saying when Rick Ross spoke about uh, raping somebody, uh, oh, it's just rap. Don't worry about it. Mm. Nah, fuck that. That's yeah. you shouldn't say that. Yep. Mm. No, I yeah, I, right. absolutely like, right. You shouldn't say that because what if it's your little daughter, your little niece, yeah. or your little sister, or right. your mother? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Come on. Wow, man. it's funny you said that because recently he just one of his people's got charged with a rape. Oh, yeah, yep. he did. And yep. He spoke out and said the very same thing. Well, I don't know what happened, but I'm a father. I can't condone that. Right. And you know whatever happens. So you're right. You got to be careful. You got to be careful because there's real world ramifications. And when you got people dying in the streets and killing themselves, like, um, you know, the, the shit is real. Um, so, yeah. So that happened. And um, yeah. Any other, I don't know, stuff thrown there? All right, cool. Uh, let's moving on. Uh, there was a school shooting <laughs> this week. Beca- Again? Because, yeah. because Another one? It's America. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a school shooting pretty much every week. Yeah. And uh, some are more tragic than others. Uh, this In this one, nine people were killed in Oregon uh, at the Umpaqua, I don't know how to pronounce it, college. Um, it was a community college in Oregon, a really close-knit community. Uh, a dude walked in there, killed nine people, then he died. I, I'm unclear as to whether he killed himself or was killed by I think, police. I think he was shot by police. I'm pretty sure. I've don't, seen don't so many conflicting articles. Yeah, so I, I maybe. I've, I've read both, and I, I couldn't really find a consensus, which is scary in itself that this late after yeah, that right. <laughs> you can't even get a clear uh, uh, version we of were happened. just talking about this earlier where mm-hmm. the news will come out and it'll say breaking news we don't have everything but this is what we're going to tell you <laughs> well they yeah. said don't 15 like, people yeah. were dead for the longest right. time for probably right. two or three My hours goodness, yeah. tell us facts yeah they said 15 people were dead and it's like oh nine you're like you can't just round up yeah like they that. don't know they're trying to sell because they're trying to sell that they, if they're 15, trying to be the first people 15 gets more ad dollars than nine yeah. Un- yeah. And, and, yep. that's and, and that's unfortunate to say that's the truth yeah look more people are going to tune in if CNN says, oh, 20 people were killed, yeah, than right. if CNN says, uh, one person got shot. Yeah, yeah one person Absolutely. gets shot yeah. every day. So, And they yeah. know they can correct themselves after the fact and, and cover them cover their asses in mm-hmm. some weak ass Red- way redactions you know? yeah. all that stuff yeah, yeah. So, but after that they've already made the made the money and um, right. uh, as usual after every time we have a big school shooting uh, there's like some people who are saying we need uh, more gun regulations and there's other people who are saying it's a mental uh, health issue personally I think both of those things are, are involved in this equation and they need to be addressed but um, uh, a bigger thing is like the root cause I'm, I'm, I'm big on addressing symptoms and also the root cause and I think the symptom of this uh, could be mental illness and, and how easy it is for this kid to get kid got 13 guns in like three months or something crazy mm. like how do you yeah. get that many guns I can't if you get that many parking tickets you, your shit gets towed like right away right. how the right. fuck do you get 13 there should be a fucking flag after the third gun that was yeah. crazy like, like once I you mean, once you go and purchase your third gun legally <laughs> yeah. he probably uh, wanted someone to just ask if he was alright like maybe the guy at the counter after gun number 11 should are you alright son how's everything right. how's everything at home he like, probably didn't get them all from the same place <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yo he, I can only give blood like once every freaking 20 weeks <laughs> yeah right. You know what I mean? Or something like that. 
So you can only do bloodletting once every yeah. three weeks? Okay, but you can buy a gun every week Just like that, 13, so fast. So anyway, but I, I'm not against it. I think people should be able to have guns, but I think that was kind of crazy. You got a young kid who's got a history of some mental illness, and he's bought 13 guns. But uh, but let's uh, aside from that, why, why are all these men, and it's always men, killing people doing school shootings and and just in mass in mass killings uh one of uh there were a few articles but one of my facebook friends sarah podber um from cami she mentioned that the elephant in the room is insecurity and masculinity and how men feel like frustrated and they need to uh assert themselves and usually violence and aggression is how that comes out white male aggression white male aggression but even uh, we have a lot of gun violence throughout communities in the united states and men are specifically talking about school shootings white male aggression because it's very rare that you find black people going to shoot up a school yeah there's different I think there's different ways that uh, that that kind of happens because black aggression does take a different form and, and white aggression typically the, the school shooters the profile if there was one is, is typically a white guy although this dude in Oregon was apparently biracial um, his, his mother looked Hispanic well that's his problem right there Boom. That's <laughs> he's, <why>. confused. <laughs> he's confused he's <laughs> alright so we solved this next topic um, no <laughs> um, but just on. In ter- just in terms of masculinity, I think it's important that uh, that we're careful. Like when we're when we're raising our boys and when we're talking to boys in the community, that we let them know that it's okay to have other emotions aside from anger, right? Like um, I, I know I know dudes this to this day who hate rejection. Like they can't stand a, a woman to say no to them. They get mad about it, you know. Yeah. And um, they either don't you know approach women because they can't deal with it, or Luckily they or they only go after women who they think are like a sure thing. They say like quote unquote sure, and right. it, and it's like well that's interesting. Low hanging fruit. fruit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> pretty much. No, exactly. Yeah, but when they, when they do get rejected, they don't know how to deal with it, and they like get angry. Yeah. I, I've known. Dudes, I, I've, I've been seen, out in bars I've with seen dudes, dudes like, be like, "Oh, you can't speak? Well, fuck you. My exactly. dog can't speak yeah. either." Yeah. And what the fuck is that? Like to me, that's because boys are kind of told at a young age, "Man up, don't cry, don't show shit except fe- except anger mm-hmm. and like how how tough you are. Don't either right. show no, no fear, emotion, show no emotion, emotion, or show anger." That ties into that song we just recorded. We did. We did do a song. We did um, pretty pretty. That, dope song that touched on that it's yeah. an amazing song play it right now Nate no, um, <laughs> no um, but uh, so so I think it's important that we when, if we interact with um, with young men just let them know like they can do uh, they can be kids like you can have more than one emotion if you get frustrated you shouldn't the first your first thought shouldn't be I'll show them all how much a man I am yeah. that's that's like a common theme in these shootings I think you make a good point but I think that Ma- yeah, masculinity definitely plays into it. And I think testosterone is no joke and definitely right. creates, you know, that, that drive to either, la- you know, either push yourself forward or if you're angry, lash out or whatever, you know. But I think that there, I think that you said another word that to me, I think is more pertinent to, to the situation. Truffle that- butter? <laughs> Pe- actually, penis. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. no. It- it's actually frustration. It's actually frustration. I think at the core, you know, people are lashing out because they're frustrated. Mm -hmm. And... Yeah, maybe no, no. it's people maybe aren't lashing out. Men are lashing out, and women well, are frustrated. I, I don't agree with everyone's that. Everyone's frustrated. You, yes, everything. Everyone's frustrated. But how come only men are killing people? And by the way, men are mainly killing women. Like if you add up all the people who are killed in mass shootings, they're mostly women. So how come everyone gets frustrated, but only men kill people? Well, I think it's probably because because Wesley of Snipes was like, "Fuck that whole bitch." You think cancel that whole bitch? That's yeah, a, nah, buy me another yeah. one. That's a cop out. We all, we all have testosterone, and we're not doing. Mass shootings and we're all fr- I'm extremely frustrated I got a parking ticket the other day after leaving Beach Out Radio
video at a Chinese restaurant. I'm mad about that. I didn't shoot anyone up. Well, look, everybody is going to have their own. Everybody has their own line of what they're what they're going to cross, right? And so, and some people are going to call it. Look, you know what is it? Uh, mental health, okay? Yeah. Mental health issues. Yes, I believe in mental health issues. However, a lot of times it's easy. It's easy to say somebody has a mental health problem or is unstable because that makes it their problem and something for them to solve. I agree. He has mental. He has mental health problems. Uh, someone take care of it. Okay, end the conversation, and it never goes anywhere, right? It's their problem, but ultimately. That person might have mental health problems, but they might not have the need to lash out in the way they've lashed out if society or their situation hadn't treated them the way that they've been treated. For example, a lot of these people that are shooting up schools are doing it because they've been bullied mm-hmm. or because they've, they've, been, they've been made to feel like an outsider. Yeah. Or have been and rejected. That isn't, that isn't all on them for being having mental health problems and maybe reacting in a different way than we would react. It's because society is making us all feel like we have to fit a certain mold, and if we don't fit into this mold, then we're not as adequate. There's that word, that adequate, as mm-hmm. as as the people in society okay. that do. I, I love that point uh, about mental illness and how society can play a role. Intel, do you think that just like we have epidemics and outbreaks of different diseases, do you think we can have mental health outbreaks because of the way society conditions boys to behave, so that maybe we have a mass mental health epidemic? Well, I'm going to go back to what my man Villa was saying earlier <laughs> with um, with kids being medicated and um, in certain ways and, and, um, and that whole thing. You think that the, the kids being medicated is what could potentially be leading to them acting out later on? Or are you saying they should be medicated more <laughs> so that they're not doing that? The way he's talking right now is like he's medicated. <laughs> What did we talk about earlier? The soothing serums? <laughs> he just drank a hot toddy. So, so this, is, this is Intel delivering the soothing serum. Baby. Quiet storm. You the, how does the Boys to Men song start? Baby. We just you got, know I love you. <laughs> yeah. We just got off topic. Uh, yeah. I don't, I, I don't yeah, know. I, no, I, no. Who has the answers? Sway? You. I don't know. I don't I have the answer, answers Sway. to this. How, Sway? I have, like, I, I literally do not have any clue about why these kids are men these boys are shooting up the schools i do know there there is a huge problem with um I I can't even think of the word. This episode of Big Shot Radio is brought to you by the Kraken Rum, which Intel has just finished his glass. (laughs) (laughs) Completely. (laughs) Listen, because I try not to be be offensive because there's a lot of kids who went to my my high school, a lot of young uh, white males who went to my high school who are just like, they just don't get it. Uh You know, and it's tough, but I... I can't explain why. Uh, I, don't I would like to help why. him out. If okay. Yeah. What do you got? I want to help my man out. He he, he kind of saying I feel both ways. In most cases, our kids are over medicated mm-hmm. because if they're overreactive, they got ADHD or whatever. Yeah. And some of them are under medicated. And as you were speaking before, after you buy that certain amount of hammers, somebody should be talking to oh, you. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, somebody you should 13. be figuring right, right, out right, who right. took your lunch money. Yeah. Did somebody punch you in the face yeah. or somebody like? And and it's a lot of elements that play. 
play with that. So mm-hmm. it, it might have been underserved on a lot of ways. Maybe his dad is dead, didn't show him no love, and that's the problem with men and our masculinity. When you have sons, you gotta make that balance mm-hmm. because their moms are there to you know give them the nurtures and the hugs and all that. But dads could give hugs and show them how to move that frustration. Exactly. I, I really like that because I think if you if you're a young man and you just see that your father has no emotion or the men in your life aren't allowed to show emotion, all they do is get angry, go to work, and sh- be stoic and, and and show nothing. You're gonna think that I can't express myself in the ways that other you know that women can. Mm-hmm. So when I get mad, I'm gonna lash out or I'm just gonna repress it and be stoic. Until I have this reaction So I, I think you hit the nail on the head with that one mm. um, When, As always happens when these shootings happen uh, President Ob- Obama came out And he gave a little speech He lectured people about how we need more People gun- hated that oh, yeah, every, I mean a lot of people hated it Some people, I, th- I actually thought it was, it was a, a They're going to have something to say regardless I think he has a good point uh, about a lot of things I, I'm Like I said I'm all for gun ownership I'm from the sticks anyway Everybody had a gun um, yeah. I'm, I'm all for people owning guns I do Bella. think that, that you know, Like anything we need some regulation I think if I ever buy 13 guns I want someone to come check on me just make sure I'm alright you know Word. like to me that's not a, a crazy overreach um, this dude had an arsenal of weapons so Obama came out and said uh, we need to have more gun regulations and then the next day Obama um, bombed a hospital in Afghanistan uh, yeah. yeah right <laughs> so we have this like huge contradiction in terms uh, coming right from the White House uh, so right after the shooting the, the, there's a, a raid apparently in Afghanistan that's that takes place uh, on either side of a hospital that's with Doctors Without Borders. Nice segue, uh, by the way. And uh, thank you. And uh, they, they bombed the hospital. And even Americans, now we have this big contradiction coming. Like, how can we, we have the same president who's telling us that we need to uh, be, we'll work on our violence and, and not have these weapons and then to, to do something so aggressive. And I think that may even play a role in how uh, we use violence to solve problems at home because overseas, you know, we're, we're using young boys and men in war and we, we push war to them and we kind of promote them. We literally recruit them. Last week, there was a recruiting session for young boys to join the Albany Police Department. The SWAT team was there showing boys the uh, the flak jackets and trying to get them involved in weapons and guns and stuff. So right. so um, uh, aside from the fact that 22 people were killed in this bombing, um, three of them were children, most were, um, were either patients or staff in the hospital. Uh, they found one person who was dead on the opera- operating table. He was getting surgery done for a routine procedure. He would have survived and a bomb hit the fucking operating room right. and he died on the table from from like the Shrapnel. bomb yeah. so so it's like uh, this stuff is happening overseas and, and um uh, on some level, I think Americans are a little uh, desensitized, or not desensitized. We're just like d- d- separated from it. It's like it doesn't impact doesn't us the same way. Us. You know, twenty-two people die, three three little children die overseas, and we're you know we're kind of always uh, focusing on what happens close to home. I understand that on some level, but we totally don't give a shit about what happens overseas. No, and the truth of the matter is, this is the only reason this is getting press is because of how. How how many people died in the fact that it was a hospital? It's not like we're not bombing. Look, if th- if anything like this happens, then you know that we're bombing things mm-hmm. other times, mm-hmm. and we're never even hearing about it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, this isn't this isn't like the only time we've bombed anything in Afghanistan. Re- you know? Real quick, Sarah Podber just just uh, checked in, and she said, "Women have mental illnesses too, yet they don't commit mass shootings." Yeah, so I hope Sarah was listening because we we mentioned yeah, she her was, earlier. She was, oh, okay. she was listening definitely, yeah, she, absolutely, and and uh, and I agree with that. And, and, and Tanisha said it's not the meds it's not about oh, yeah. the meds so. I kind of think that's a cop out too because the plenty of people 
people have been shooting up schools and are continuing to shoot up schools that you know that weren't medicated and we have to be careful not to stigmatize mental illness either because if we just paint every mass murderer as somebody who has a mental illness it's like right. now we're taking a lot of people have mental illness and and a lot of people who have mental illness are victims of mass shootings right. uh, in fact uh, disproportionately more people who die from gun violence in this country have a mental illness than the people who perpetrate mm-hmm. the gun violence right um, so we, we got to be careful with always just saying oh mental ill mental ill most mentally ill people are not are not shooting up schools you know mm-hmm. um, and also it's important to know that it's easy to label someone as mentally ill just yeah, because I think they're that was the different. point I was trying to make yeah just because they're different exactly. than, yeah, yeah. Than, than the norm mm-hmm. you know so and that's scary because What's not to say that we don't need that person just as they are, even though they're different from the norm, mm-hmm. you know, with, you know, and, and, and it's treating them as a less than again, yep. you know, now we have a mentally a person who is a less than the norm, yep. right? So it's dangerous because that means anybody who might speak something that the government finds is dangerous or your average person might find is dangerous. Look, yeah, yeah. someone could call me mentally ill because but I'm pro-Black Lives Matter. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah you know, that I makes mean, you crazy, bro. Exactly. Well, the to fuck a lot, is wrong with you, Nate? You know, and to a lot, but to a lot of people, I bet you they do think I'm crazy yeah. because Until I'm sitting white here, because I'm sitting here in a room with, with, with black people. Well, I also, right. you know? I, and on the right. same on the same token, I think Darren Wilson and, and George Zimmerman would be ideal candidates to see if they have some My mental goodness. illness going on, right. too. My but goodness. we never hear that mentioned in relation to those killings right. it's always just like he can't stay out of the news white dudes man. protecting themselves Zimmer, right? right yeah like Zimmer, yeah like so i got like, a question that by the way uh, from quick quick uh shout out to my partner Seth the great he just uh checked in yeah what up, yeah Seth? what up Seth? uh quick quick uh this is from twitter agent 518 just asks what do you think can be done about the chicago gun violence uh well I mean we're not really discussing that tonight but I think that a lot of things let's can address be, that though I yeah alright let's know, talk about like, right? like a, a lot of people died in Chicago over Labor, Labor Day weekend right and this happens yep. r- pretty regularly right. um, I think you I think there are a lot of systemic things that need to be addressed in Chicago that some are being but like basically I think it comes down to uh, opportunity and generational poverty and you have people who are uh, you know who have been living in poverty in cycles of poverty <clears> and they really don't have as many options as people in other communities yeah, so when yeah, you're poverty. When you're, when you're 15 and 16 and you're like, uh, I'm not, listen, I'm probably not going to get hired. I come from, you know, a background where I really don't have a lot of the skills needed to survive in the corporate world or, you know, in a lot of the other, uh, the, like the retail or other ways people get jobs. I, I've probably gone to a shitty school. I don't have the best education. My mother's working three jobs. I probably don't have a father or, or I don't have like both parents at home. You know, when you, when you have all those things happening, a gun looks like a pretty fucking good option. Like I can make some money. I can sell, you know, I can hustle. Like. You don't have when you don't have that many options. Selling drugs is actually one of the smarter things I think people can do when they don't have any other way to make income or protect themselves or their family. Like so, I think before you can address "quote unquote" gun violence in Chicago, you the need words to address and opinions are of of this man is not necessarily represent those of Big yeah, yeah. Shot Radio. I'm, I'm not saying they are. This is just me. Yeah. I just think um. that we have way deeper problems than just the, the violence is a is a symptom of it. And until we address why people yeah. are uh, have like no resources and why they, they've been uh, a lot of people have been living this way general generationally and had haven't had the same opportunity it's easy for some you know some kid in the burbs with two parents and and he, a car when he turns 16 to say why would you sell drugs uh, you know so that's how i feel about instead that instead of saying why is there uh violence why but not you, say you why know, is the there why thing, are there no jobs or, but the right, funny right? thing about that is yep. you and i both know some white people mm-hmm. who are very well privileged yeah. and they still sell drugs 
Yeah, they're yeah, they're, they're fucking they're, assholes. They're idiots. I, I think they're <laughs> dumb, like to me that's dumber than just some kid who has nothing going out saying, "Listen, I gotta get some. I just want some money." And and that kind of ties into something Tanisha just said: irrational fear that they will lose their privileges. Yeah. Mm. Think Bruce, about like, it. Why, think about why it. Why is Winona Ryder like stealing Still clothes? Right. Right. So, like, right. You don't need to steal anything, Winona. Yeah. yeah. Come on. No, absolutely. But that's such a. I mean, it's such a broad topic. Maybe we'll address that another week. The whole like Chicago yeah, yeah, violence yeah. thing. But but I think that that problem is way bigger than why are they picking up guns the, the better question is why is it easier to pick up a gun than to just like get pick, you know pick up a book. provide for yourself right. or, or, right. or get an education why can't why can't every kid in Chicago get access to an education if that's what they want to do or you know like nah, or but they you can't can even get, get a job or like you know like a Yo, lot of these there was an area in Chicago that didn't have water Oh yeah, I remember when for they had a that, long that, yeah. time. But I bet you people were able to get guns. Yeah, isn't that crazy? That's they couldn't. Crazy. They couldn't That's get crazy. clean drinking water for like three weeks. That's crazy. They couldn't take showers for three weeks. But I bet you on the streets people yeah. can get guns. Yeah, but I think think when we're talking about that, we got also bring up the accessibility because them guns is not being made in that basement in Lulu. Basement. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? They coming off them ports. They coming. They dropping off the of trucks. You're right. Of that well, there's no well. black owned gun factories like that. Shit is exactly. being. You know, they're they're getting it from outside sources you know mm-hmm. so uh, it's just it's just such a such a big topic and I think just the, the better question is not like why because people people that have options and choices and and opportunity and privilege don't want to sell weed selling or coke or crack that shit is not fun like that's not like th- your ideal like what you want to do if you have options you're not going to do that shit that's why it's better to see why are people resorting to this and why is this the, the best option for them as they as they see it um, okay one last thing uh, oh Oh, actually, we're gonna skip, we're gonna skip. We had two things. I'm gonna skip one. I want to talk about Will Smith instead because that, yeah. that was shows good. That wasn't the best transition. <laughs> that wasn't a good transition. Sorry, <laughs> um, we're running out of time, so I don't have time for good. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, on a lighter note, uh, Will Smith just announced he's going on a world tour with DJ Jazzy Jeff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was my that was my exact reaction <laughs> because this doesn't happen enough. And I think mm. that when you look at um, hip hop, hip hop is still a relatively young um, genre of music, comparatively speaking. Sure. But I, I always grew up hearing about the Stones are going back on tour and you know uh, Aerosmith yeah. and like Grateful Dead and all these, all these like white bands get to have uh, longevity that you never really see in hip hop and I at first I thought it was Chicago just went on yeah, yeah that, that should have been my segue yeah, yeah. should have um, that was <laughs> Sam that was good <laughs> missed it that was where good. were you when I needed you <laughs> Damn, son. oh my he god was Intel in the, he was is, thinking of the Kraken right <laughs> Intel <laughs> is the black savior of transitions <laughs> yes yep. that's that black savior <laughs> uh, so at first I thought it was because hip hop wasn't old enough uh, to have uh, you know old icons the way like the Grateful Dead etc cetera, etc cetera. but then as time went on and I'm just like where the fuck is Grandmaster Flash like where where are Kaz and like all these people that uh, where, they're not uh, they don't have fans like like uh, they have fans but they don't have they're not doing world tours yeah. and uh, so I it just seems like hip hop has a an issue where it's it's such a youth oriented thing that mm-hmm. it's hard for the old heads to go on tour and uh, and still make money and make it profitable Jay Z is for uh, Will Smith is 47. These guys are looking at 50. It's cool to see them go on tour and do stuff. I hope to see more of this. And I hope it can go past just these two. Um, what are you guys thoughts? Would you would you go support this stuff? Do you want to see old heads like you know bringing it back? Like let's support the OGs. Yeah, right. Man, That's how really I feel. Oh man, <laughs> bro, I'd go see Slick Rick, Big yeah, Daddy Kane, Rock Him yes. any day. You but know what I'm saying? They need to have all of them all in order to, to, to fill the stadium. That's the thing. There's yeah. no support. Exactly. There's no support. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That, yeah. That's, but, but the reason there's no support is because of relevancy. 
right now. But you don't need it that. Matter. But, yeah. but bands like why don't white bands need that same like relevance? Grateful Dead. But, 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 here's yeah, why. Yeah. but here's why. Here's but why. With, with hip hop, with it quote unquote being a young sport, a young man's sport, a young man's game, however you want to word it. The music is is catered towards the younger crowd, so the, the older heads are not putting out music that caters to the younger crowd, so they're not getting the new fans, so they won't have that type of support. Yeah, but I'm saying like and the, the older head, fans the older will heads, still from nah, like Grateful the Dead, they'll heads, still have dead heads. We talk about hip hop. I mean? We talk about hip hop. Yeah, I'm saying like, why be, doesn't it translate like every other type of music? Heads, the older heads will be in the house. They in the house. Generational Yo. too, though. You right. gotta you gotta teach the kids. My kids know Big Daddy can Oh yeah, mine too. So you you gotta build that bridge as well. Right. You gotta know that the OGs exist, man. Right. Yeah, right. but you know, it's not that. Honestly, I don't see much difference between a uh, Will Smith and I mean, who are really the older, um, like huge artists? older rock or pop um, groups that are really selling out arenas? Maybe we're talking about a Billy Joel. Maybe we're talking about an Elton John. Those dudes ain't making money. Yeah, maybe Bruce Springsteen. Those dudes ain't making music for the younger generation. Exactly. They're they're making all. They're filling arenas full of fifty and sixty year olds that still want to see exactly. them. Yeah, that's true. And the only the reason why Big Daddy Kane and maybe a Rock Him is is maybe filling in Northern Lights, but not at Times Union Center, is because look. Basically, they had more, less 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 ears to them when, at in their the time. Head, at right. the time, right? right. And that's so you're saying Slick Rick could not sell out times you, you, Hell no. even at his. No, but I, I, but I no. bet you, but I bet you that Will Smith could. Yes. I bet you that yeah. Will Smith could, and I bet you Jay Z could too, because oh, they yeah. had that that market. They share. still mm-hmm. have a listener, so, yep. and that's what I mean by, growing by as relevancy. Okay. By relevancy, they're okay. not relevant anymore, okay. and, and that doesn't mean they're not relevant to heads like us. But they're not relevant to a younger crowd that's going to come out. Also, yeah, but the younger crowd ain't coming out to see Billy Joel either. Again, remember they're all fifty and sixty and forty nec- year olds. That's not necessarily true. You don't bro. think so? No. Journey, no. Hold up, Journey. Journey. Journey gets sold out with twenty year olds. Like they go to fuck see uh, Journey. That's what I'm saying. Okay, because okay, Jer- okay. you know why? Because in, in, in hip hop you can fall off. Journey can't fall off. <laughs> Little Wayne is like one shitty album away from nobody fucking with him. You know, like mm. that, that's happened to so many rappers <laughs> right. that yeah. I feel like when you do Yo, when you make rap, I'm you so can't upset that DMX is not on right now. DMX <laughs> fell off. DMX, nobody's going to go see DMX and say, well, his first three albums were great. I'm going to go support him because they say he fell off. Fuck him. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that doesn't oh, happen. I feel like that doesn't happen to Rocker. Like, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know why. That's interesting. Journey, that's could interesting. Make, Journey could drop eight shitty albums out and they could just go on tour doing Don't Stop Believing just that <laughs> over and over yeah, again and right. sell out stadiums. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Yo, you're right. hold on. Can we talk about something really quickly? Can we talk about that Keith Murray versus... Oh, <laughs> yo, 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 man. Versus um, Fredro Stark, yo, I was, I was so embarrassed, bro. Yo, Keith, Murray, I was Keith too. Murray, that was, that was Keith Murray from and Death Squad battle. Fredro Stark brought this up. That's okay. so funny, Hold bro. On, like, at, why nobody grabbed Keith Murray? Like, yo, I'm just saying, let's, <laughs> nah, just n- niggas, it up. niggas was grabbing Keith Murray, and Keith was pushing him away. Yeah, he was, but <laughs> yo, he sounded like he looked like he was like a pill fall from falling. Yo, I was about to say, Fredro had to take that run. Fredro had to take that run. That was sad to watch. That was yeah, like was. that was like two was old men. Yo, he, in that, yeah. Why did uh, Fredro keep uh, changing his shirt though? Like <laughs> he, he had like three hats <laughs> and seventeen shirts. He's like, this is my first three time on TV in three ten different years. Black shirts, man. <laughs> he even pulled out a Moesha shirt. Yo, chill. Oh, he was the shirt. What about though the, when he hit the KRS line and bought out the whole Yo, track? Yo, come on. Yeah. He's wild, but you know man. what? 
he had to do that shit three or four times before it could take. Yeah. Like, who? how you battle and fuck up your lyrics? That was sad. Yo, that oh, was man. wild. That was no. so Yo, I felt embarrassed watching that. And this ain't I'm the so first, embarrassed. This ain't the first, like, lyrical hero we've seen go go down yeah. in the past couple years. Can- Remember Cannabis? cannabis. Yeah. That happened well, bro, in Cannabis. That was sad. Let me that keep it real with y'all. This is, this is how I shit. feel. Keith Murray ain't never been good. He's always, he's had two good songs and that's it. Shit. Name two Journey songs. Keith Murray's not selling out arenas. He never will. And like the fact that he's been reduced to doing battles, like lunchtime battles, to me is sad. Because I still think Fredro Star, even Fredro Star and Keith Murray, I think they're both dope artists. Mm. I don't think Keith Murray is dope at all. I think Keith Murray has two, maybe three good, great you, songs. He will probably Seth battle said you Keith right ha- now. And, like and you, and Masai, Seth said you Keith Murray should be in the Hip Hop Hall of Fame. Yep. <laughs> I think he should be in the Hip Hop Hall of Fame for Why? being down with Def Squad. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think Keith Murray Yo, the music is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, I love it. All right, and on that note, um, I guess let's wrap this up. Uh, I really want to thank uh, Villa de Don for being here. Uh, tell me again the website name. Again, it's tell the world I'm coming. The album.com. Tell the world I'm coming. The album.com. Yes, uh, we is. tweeted you on Twitter. Uh, check out his music. We're, we're gonna um, we're gonna tweet out a few more songs later on. Um, I'm loving the stuff. I'm gonna listen to the three projects you brought through. And I'm not just like saying that. Like I, I literally sit at work and just listen to people shit all the time. Oh, uh, my God. The last thing I listen to at work. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I do when I'm when I should be working. Uh, the last thing I listened to uh, was Mike Lanny's project that he just put out. It's a, a mixtape called Forty Spice. Uh, shout out to Mike Lanny. I know he's on his way to Atlanta right now but we're planning on having him and uh, Mitch from Pig Food Records do Computer on next week so uh, definitely tune in next week that'd be uh, a good show uh, yeah, yeah so yeah. shout out to Mike Lanny we'll talk a little about his project but uh, Villa I appreciate you coming through nah, and- I appreciate y'all man y'all hip hop lives right here so shout out to B Shop do you have anything else you want to shout I know you do, do your radio thing yo just yo we here we gonna have Beat Shop we gonna have JB Masai everybody come through the morning cook up show that's yes. On Wednesdays on Poetic. Do you guys Utah actually radio. make breakfast, or is it just like that's the name of the See, show? See, that's the problem. The guests be wanting us to feed them. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the morning I'm cook-ups. saying you came over here. It could be a potluck. It could be a potluck. could do a potluck, but you came yeah. over here and there was food, there was libations. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm nah. saying, can I get a sausage sandwich? Can I get, some, can I get some grits? Sausage, I want some grits. What I could do is get y'all them nice hash browns and Dunkin' Donuts. I can make sure that's good. Yo, yo, if I'm invited, I'll bring the cider bellies. Yo, Oh, How about that? See, now we're going to have to turn to a cooking <laughs> But yeah, check us out. The Office Boys in Wild. Salute to my bro, my business partner, Smith, the money kid. Um, Everything that's moving again. It's my album, Tell the World I'm Coming. I promise you, you will not hear no bubblegum rap. We do not believe in none of <laughs> okay. that. Bubblegum, that was almost on the list of uh, words we were going to have Intel say tonight. <laughs> Word. But he got bubblegum. I don't, got bubble. I don't bubble. say bubblegum. That's said a funny thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, if you, haven't ha- if you haven't said it, where do I, where do I hear that? Um, tell the world the, I'm coming the, to album.com. Tell the world, no, yeah. no, the radio show. Um, it's Poetic Designs Radio. We blast out a blog. Oh, so, great, you know great. Because we That's like to say up. what we want like to us, say. Like us, like us. Oh, it's the same. All right, cool. We'll tweet All that day. out. We'll tweet that out as soon as we go off there. Um, Intel, thank you for coming. Uh, I've wanted you on for a while. Yes. And I appreciate your insight. I'm sorry about the joke, the little joke <laughs> we played on you. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> You're like a genius, bro. Like, I am great. like a genius. Uh, tweet that out, JB. I'm like a genius. No, but I appreciate everybody kind of... 
getting in on the joke and nobody telling you because everybody that was very the only funny. person who almost gave it away was uh, Deborah's son he tried to tag you in the post and I deleted it wow uh, but every Quan Mizzle Paul Kane um, uh, Ali everybody was in on it and we got like I said I, I'll tag you in that now because we had like 50 people that wanted had different things they wanted you to that's say that's too funny on air but uh, thank you for being a good sport and you're by, by the way what's the opposite of vagina <laughs> It is penis. Yes. <laughs> Woo! Got them all. We got them all. No, uh, uh, Mel E Media. Uh, all right, so us. check me out on um, melemedia.com. That's M-E-L-E-M-E-D-I-A.com. I do vi- promotional videos. You know, you got like a little Kickstarter you want me to start, uh, help you uh, run Church. marketing, video, photography, all of that. Do you, do you do adult Headshots. films? Like if somebody asked you to do adult films, uh, would you? People, people have asked me and I've turned them down. Really? Yes. Why would you because turn the it money down? or principle? Uh, principle. Comfort, was it comfort I don't level? Do that. I, I yeah, I'm not comfortable. Hold I, doing I literally that. can't believe this. Why, 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 why the fuck? Why, why, you why, 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 <laughs> all right, I got a couple more plugs. Oh my god, stop fucking lying. <laughs> wow. <was> on cue. <laughs> all right, more plugs. And more all, plugs. Also, I want to plug uh, my company, Truzik Music, along with uh, Sesta Gray and uh, my boy Dane Diddy. Yeah. Uh, they got a well. Seth's knowledge and Seth Static got a a, a project coming out nice. with uh, Deborah Sun and uh, PJ Katz on Does the production. That, that got a name yet? Yeah. Um, I think the That's group they crazy. they have is called Understanding. Okay. But then Sesta Gray is also working on All In. And he's just wrapping that up right now. It sounds crazy. Nice, I tell nice. you, crazy. He crushed crazy, it at crazy. Beat Shot. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. People who came were coming up to me like, "Who's a tall guy with the with the braids? With, with, the, the, with the, the height? The yeah, yeah, with the height. <laughs> so yeah, he he killed it. So so that who uh. Uh, shout out to my handguns high boys. Um Quam Mizzle. Quam Mizzle. Paul Kane. Paul Kane. HGH. Paul Kane got an artist coming out too. Man. Doesn't he have some kid? I saw an album cover. I don't know. Uh, oh yeah. yeah like young- he's, he's uh he's one of our um we he was in this mentoring program we were doing. Okay, and, uh, he looked really you know, young, like ten or eleven or something. Yeah, he's something like that. But he he pretty much puts himself inside of Handguns High and he makes these covers <laughs> and stuff like that. It's hilarious. But he's what's like, up with your little he's brother? Our biggest, he, he's he, our biggest fan because he's um, performing at um. So you think you got talent? Yeah, again. yeah. He's doing oh, nice. his thing. Um, oh, oh, that's my 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 Good. little brother Maury. He's he's doing his thing out that's there. What's that's what's up. My boy, uh, my cousin actually, Chaz Money. He's doing his. Thing. Oh yeah, he Chaz. Just, he just released a um a joint called Chaz Plates. Busy man. Yeah, he does. He gets busy. Gets He's busy. been putting on a lot of shows here, between here, uh, DMV area, and yeah. New York City. So, yeah, shout out to Chaz Money. Shout out to um, Street Mob and Mob Music and all that, Mr. Cheeks. Yeah, Mr. Cheeks. Here. Yeah, shout out to Cheeks, man. Cool. All right. Well, yo, um, yeah. on 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 uh, Albany Barn. Albany Barn. Shout shout out to the barn. Uh, this week, this Wednesday, the seventh through the tenth, True Master is gonna be at Pex Arcade. Make sure you stop through. 7 or 8 p.m. Get, get your grub on. Listen to some good music. It's in Troy. And that, it's huh? in Troy. 17 Broadway. Boom. He usually doesn't do that. He's like the substitute. I guess that's what they're calling yeah, this series. So, yeah, so Wednesday through uh, Saturday, the 7th through the 10th, Pex Arcade Albany. What else we got? Uh, we also have She O.M. S-H-E-O-M. So it's female end of the month uh, with... Taina Silly, Amani, and Monica McIntyre. That's yeah. going to be at McGeary's Pub on the 16th. It's a Friday, 9 p.m. It's free to get in. 
but uh, come through, buy some sweatshirts. Yeah, we're going to be uh, raising money for breast cancer awareness. We're going to have uh, some uh, breast cancer awareness t-shirts there. We're going to have the new Beach Hat hoodies there. Uh, yeah, these for are those dope. These sweatshirts are off the hook. I'm yes. rocking mine right now. You're rocking now. yours right now. Yeah. Um, we're going to be selling. We're auctioning off Nate the Great's one that he's wearing right now. So we're going to raise money. ZD stain and all. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so definitely come through. That's Friday. Uh, that would actually make my job a lot easier because we're delivering these. So definitely come through Friday the 16th to McGeary's. Uh, we'll have sweatshirts there and uh, you can copy yours. So uh, once again, thanks to Villa the Dom. Uh, Intel, my name is Masai signing off. Peace. JB, a.k.a. Dirty Moses. I'm out. Yep, me too. Bye. Peace. Later, y'all.